two and three. Esther's room fill up. Be sure to understand. In life, there are ups, there are downs. Many of valleys, many of peaks. Got to got to endure it though. And you got to celebrate the small moments, even when. You don't feel like it. Cowboys victory Monday. The good, the bad, and ugly. Let's go. Stand tall. Well, not at all, baby. Come on. Ain't no party like a cowboy party Victory is mine Victory today is mine Come on What's up, everybody? Appreciate you so much for jumping in. The 10-3 and three Cowboys are now heading into Week 15. After this victory on Week 14, I get it. It's not where we wanted it to be. A lot of people are in fire and brimstone moment. They are crying about the actual win, and I get it. They have a right to, right? People have a right to be angry and upset at a game that they didn't play in, right? They have a right to be angry and upset at things that they don't have no control of the outcome. They don't have no control over the outcome. We can talk about this and that, but the Dallas Cowboys, they are the only team that got control of the outcome, not us as fans. Now, we suppose to, the word fan is a word that pulls from fanatics, so we're supposed to be able to uplift said team. But now I get it. I understand it, right? That we didn't beat the Texans 41 to 3, nor did we beat the Texans 41 to 20. It was a dog fight from beginning to end, and it's supposed to be a walkthrough or a walk in the park. And I get all of that, Cowboy Nation. But what we can't do is sit here and be waddling around and talking about this. Just, just dogging your quarterback, dogging your offensive line, dogging your coaching staff, dogging your defense, dogging everything that comes to mind with this particular team. And the craziest thing of it all, the person that people are crying about today, 
the person that they're crying about today, Terrence Steele, was the guy that you guys, a third of you guys, rejected. You see, in 2020, you couldn't stand Terrence Steele. In 2021, everybody, mama, uncle, cousin was talking about he don't need to be the right tackle. They need to start Lyle Collins. It's crazy. The stone that was rejected becomes the cornerstone of the offensive line. That is the craziest thing. But these are the Dallas Cowboy fans, collectively speaking. They will trash a man. They will put trash all over him, spread, sprinkle it, whatever they can, and dog the man. But now that he's out, now you miss the man. Now you say you can't do, you can't do nothing without him. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Nobody was fighting for Terry Steele last year. Nobody was fighting for Terrence Steele the, the year before that. But now, all of a sudden, no, we can't do nothing. We don't have Terrence Steele. That's the craziest thing of it all. Just enjoy the ride, Cowboy Nation. But it is what it is. We do have Peters just sitting in the wings. We do have Jason Peters that this team to make sure that they got their pieces together to help solidify this offensive line. And on top of that, let's keep this in mind. Here's another thing. On my Instagram, I, I posted what Lovey said. And let me see if I can pull this up right quick. I think I got a copy of it on uh, on my on my Twitter page. That's where I can get right to it. Appreciate you guys so much uh, for jumping in. All right, here you go, Lovey. Had to make some really tight throws. What was y'all's plan for him on that last drive? Uh, we, you know, we were kind of doing what we normally do. We mix it up. You know, we play all the different coverages, gave him as many looks as we could. You know, losing our corners kind of took us out of, uh, you know, some of our blitzes with the man. But Dak Prescott's one of the best quarterbacks in our game. And um, he's going to hit some. And I, I think they kind of showed a little bit of the champion in them. Uh, had, to get a, had to get a drive, you know, there at the end. And unfortunately for us, I mean, they were able to. All right, so this was from Ernie's Twitter account. I kind of repurposed it on the Instagram as well as Facebook. And Ernie says, shout out to him, man. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Shout out to uh, Lady Jackie for sending me this information via Instagram. And she said, Law, check this out. And it says that Lovey Smith, who's been coaching in the NFL in college for over 40 years or for 40 years, and this was his thoughts on Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is one of the best quarterbacks in our game. And then he goes in with the uh, slick shade. This is from my guy, Ernie. But I'm supposed to listen to the guys that's on Twitter who say Dak suck and the Dallas need another quarterback? Laugh out loud. And on my IJ page, there's about four or five guys, you know, who said that basically, you know, this is the craziest thing of it all. That, nah, man, there's 15 other quarterbacks that's better than Dak Prescott. And here's my thing is, with Cowboy fans that say these type of things, whatever happened to when a quarterback wins at the last minutes of the hour, right, or the seconds, right? And they say, man, the opposing team shouldn't have left time on the clock because you never know that that particular quarterback can come back to snake you, right, or to come back to hunt you, that can come back to galvanize and carve you up. 
But all of a sudden, that is privy to the Mahomes. That is privy to the old school Aaron Rodgers or even back in the days of Peyton Manning. Oh, you better not leave no time on the clock. You better not. It doesn't matter how bad that quarterback play, but at the winding minutes, you better be prepared. You better be careful. So it's cool when all of the other quarterbacks who ever played in the National Football League to do it, but it's a problem when Dak Prescott have a piss-poor performance, right, or a horrid game, a ball bouncing off of their hands like they playing volleyball for crying's sake. The wide receivers, dare I say, ball is bouncing off of their hands and the opposing team is picking it up and they are getting a short field to score. It's cool when they do it, but it's a problem when Rain Dakota Prescott do it, and I'm not cheerleading for the man. He needed to improve in this game. But for Doggett, for 98 yards, I've literally seen that they had a grand parade for Baker Mayfield for coming back in that game on a 98-yard drive. Just last week, the same guy that got blew out of the window, you know what I'm saying, just got beat to shame the other day, Tom Brady. He had a 98-yard comeback, right? And not a soul mentioned how those quarterbacks performed throughout the course of the game, but they elevated and lifted those said quarterbacks at the minus of the minutes because they were able to pull one out. It, it just goes to this point right here that some people would prefer the Cowboys to win no game just so that they can be right just so they can walk out and say, look, I told you. <laughs> it's the craziest thing of it all. Yes, indeed, man. Uh, Bands, appreciate you. He says, RIP to Terrence Steele. I think that and, and, and the craziest thing uh, of it with Terrence Steele, bigger boys have a harder time coming back from an ACL, just to segue over to that. Bigger boys have a harder time because they got so much weight. He he not only have an ACL tear, he have an MCL, MCL and ACL tear. And he got a boatload of praises from uh, uh, Zach Martin. And shout out to Todd Archer. In addition to the ACL, still also suffered an MCL tear. And Zach Martin called still the best offensive lineman on the team. Right, so he, he's going to be a restricted free agent, and the Cowboys going to have to figure out what they're going to do from a remunization aspect of it. Uh, especially, we don't wish injuries for no one on any scale, right? And this is going to be a, a situation whereas this particular team going to have to claw out and find a way to, to elevate, I guess, Jason Peters at that spot. Mm. Avante Collins, please stand up. Yeah, um, it, those are the things we're going to have to be prepared for and ready for. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's horrible to hear Purple Soul, the good, the, good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, and the, the Cowboys, I'm going to say this too. We got to go up against other fan bases plus our own, plus the legacy and the lineage of, of what the Cowboys did in the 90s, right, and what they did in the 70s. So that's just how it goes, unfortunately. We are our worst enemies. We are. Because we're going to have to fight the four-ladder network, the three-ladder network, and our own fan base. Whereas any other fan base, I, I, 
I triple, quadruple dare you guys to comb through any fan base that's above 500 right now and look through their threads and look through what they say about their said teams. And it won't be to the levels of negativity that we have on our own team, especially coming off of a victory. They would literally lean on the fact that even if a team won by a half of a point that never been recorded in the NFL history, right? that they would still point out, hey, these are the things that we need to find out that can work. Oh, my quarterback was able to pull it out of the mud. And if you look at the reporters that's reporting for said team, they lift up their players. They tell their players that, hey, in this pinch and in this pivotal moment, you guys were able to do X, Y, and Z. But for the Cowboys – Instead of these type of conversations for the Cowboys, it's always, hey, man, we got Cooper Rush. Can you bring back Tony Romo? Hey, hey, my guy, Dez Bryant, he looking pretty good. Or even the playmaker. Can we bring him in for a cup of coffee? He's doing a wonderful job at the networks. Let's just bring that kid in. Hey, hey, I don't see any gray in his head. Maybe the playmaker got one more left in him. Hey, remember the days with Troy Aikman? You know, let's bring him back. You know, that's just how our fan base, we are the most fickle fan base, and we hear one sound of a gun. And everybody get to run it. There's only a few that's willing to stand tall and fight for their team. But everybody want to talk bad about their team. Tony Pollard versus Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, C.D. Lamb versus a guy that's no longer on this team. Or, hey, the Schultz kid, let's go find another guy. It's always somebody better for the Cowboys, but the player that's on the team is not better for the Cowboys. That's just how it is. Unfortunately, these are who we are, Cowboy Nation. And Y'all spit out the things that Stephen A. and Skip Bayless say on a on a, a religious basis. You know what I'm saying? Y'all quote them more than the Bible. It's just crazy. Uh, shout out to you, Chris214. Appreciate you. Uh, Swain, thank you for jumping in. It is what a shout out to you, Melanated God. Yeah, appreciate you, man. <laughs> but I'm, it's enough beating up on y'all because it's just what it is, man. Y'all grateful fan base that we are. And the way the opening drive went and also went completely differently than anyone expected or that anything pointed to. It just happens. It happens a lot. And the fans of the team that it's happening to – Never like it, but the only thing that's important is what do you do during the course of the thing, and are you able to win? And uh, they did. So it's. I was surprised, but uh, in, in a way, I feel like I've kind of seen it before. Yeah, we've been trying all morning uh, just to figure out like who this team really is. Just, just, just give it to me, baby. Shoot us straight. Who is this team? Both everything. They're they're real. That hey, the Philadelphia Eagles. Almost lost to Indianapolis. Okay? They had to score on, like, their last possession. So who are they? I mean, the, now the Eagles are clearly... Yeah, they're a, better a than the Cowboys. ...than everybody else. But I, I just don't <laughs> think it's complete. I don't think this is a schizophrenic... Oh, my gosh, man. You, you, you know, you can't get a beat reporter for the Eagles, even when... Even if the Eagles were, let's say, for example, let's do this experiment. Let's say the Eagles only won seven to ten games. In between that market for right now, 
they would all still say, wait till we play those Cowboys. You know what I mean? Hey, I was listening again in the presser. Even after they won 12 games, the head coach, Nick Sariani, he was still mentioning the Dallas Cowboys in his presser. You say on a on a scale that we got to be better than them, but in the Cowboys community, it's always it's always oh man we ain't better than them man oh no 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 man we can't do this. Don't y'all know that there's power in your mouth, right? But let's okay. Let's let listen to what they have to say. Frantic team. I think they've been. Um, <laughs> I think they've been pretty consistent. I do think that the the one thing that uh, that I would take away from yesterday that would give me some concern is that the the thing the Texans did that I don't think they expected was the a wildcat package with Jeff Driscoll, and that was like the RPO game that they're gonna that the Bears ran and the Eagles run and they're gonna see it again, and um, they now they didn't really practice for it but uh they had some trouble with it for a while let me let me let me say this to uh ladies and gentlemen those who listen and shout out to 105.3 the fan i think that they don't do a good job they do a great job by the way here's my thoughts this is a week-to-week league and i can promise you this is a game of adjustments but this is also a game of knowing your opposition. And shout out to Mike McCarthy for having the majority of the bulk of the wins versus Lovey Smith. He's 12-5 and five over Lovey Smith, by the way. They done faced each other multiple times, Cowboy Nation. So over 17 times, well, 17 times. But you guys get what I'm saying. They face each other. They know each other. And one thing you got to give kudos and credence to Lovey Smith, even on the preparing and preparation of playing the Cowboys. Nobody, nobody saw Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills with this game plan. This was a brand new game plan. There goes to show you that they spent many of hours saying that, okay, we're going to hit the Cowboys with a new wrinkle. We just can't have Davis Mills out there. You know what I'm saying? We just can't do it. We can't win it. Those boys were thinking outside the box, right? Those boys were playing to a level that they was looking at it like, man, we are the Texans. We share this state, but we're going to let people know that we've been preparing for the Cowboys to beat them ever since the preseason. <laughs> did we play them in the preseason, by the way? I think we might have. I think we did. Chris214, we are on a roller coaster. We got to be consistent. No doubt with that, Christopher. Appreciate you. Hey, uh, Law, Stephen A., Smith, Dan... Orlowski or crap. They ESPN analysts are based against they us. Yeah, they suck. Our fans need to wake up. Dak is our QB. If you don't like it, leave. I wish. I wish that I could have a ladder to be sent out to all of the Cowboy fan base or all of the Cowboy fans. And it states in that ladder. If you don't 
like Dak Prescott. Just remove your love and adulations for this team when he's playing and go root for another team. And in the moment he gone, you know, then you can jump back on. We just we will forgive you for all. You know what I'm saying? Because I I would prefer to have somebody in my corner versus having someone stabbing me in the back and every time you make a mistake. You know what I mean? And that's what they do with Dak Prescott. Every single time he make a single solitary mistake, they stabbing him in his back. They stab him in his back and they give him one of those backhand compliments even when he do throw for 300 yards, even when he do get a chance to figure out ways when the right tackle is down or when your offensive coordinator are pretty much Kelly Moore is drawing up plays with Crayolas and we can say and we can point out the evidence and we can point out the fact that this is a hook route on this particular scheme and they don't have any airflow between one week to another they're not using the same plays from 14 personnel to 13 personnel they are just going in blindly with a handful of Crayolas into the Crayola box that's not even organized and drawing whatever picture they can. And your quarterback's supposed to fight through that? They didn't use, they didn't use, they didn't use C.D. Lamb like they used him last week. They didn't, look, we saw 14 personnel, 13 personnel, and we couldn't even find it on the map this past game. The creativity Shot to damn, you know. On top of that, when I went back to look at that goal line play that we didn't score on, they went with 21 personnel. Two running backs, one tight end. It's supposed to be a jumbo set down inside. They went to motion Tony Pollard to the opposite side. They put the ball in the belly of Ezekiel Elliott. You motion the guy that's supposed to block the edge, and all of a sudden that guy's free. He's free, and he was the guy that makes the tackle. What common sense, what kind of level of football is this, ladies and gentlemen? You take the man, Tony Pollard, you send him on a motion. He's supposed to have the outside block. You sent him. What do you think was going to happen if you got a guy that's uncovered? And Josh Ball is on his belly. And yet we as Cowboy fans supposed to say, all right, yeah, man, this is what levels of football we're supposed to like and enjoy. I digress. In the second half, I think they gave up three points. So let's not let's not get carried away and make the whole thing more than it is. Uh, but uh, I, I think that is one thing that would give me a little bit pause. In addition, of course, to the injuries, because that shout out to you, B. We appreciate you. Tough win, character. Tough win grows character. We got to win. We got the win, and we will stay hungry. Supposedly, we will stay hungry. You're right, B-Wee. Hey, you, you're right. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, you're right on that one. Tough win builds character. That's why when you have little ones, you put them in some type of levels of competition, whether it's jump, rope, hopscotch, whatever, cheerleading, running track, football, basketball, baseball. You put them kids into some type of sport because sports build character, right? Don't want them in the house all day or all summer. So put them in some type of sport. It should build character. JT Wolf, Kellen, Pookie Moore is on the downfall. 
well, you know, he, he going to have to, somebody going to have to tell this brother, man, stop drawing with the Crayolas, man. Shoot, play to your team strength. Don't take it away from your team strength. Your team got the ability and the eligibility to run the ball. You got Tony Pollard in Ezekiel Elliott. They play a cover two in quarters defense, man. You run on that. You know, you run. Don't pass into that because it's going to have everything. Crowded with two to three receivers, with two to three defensive backs in that area. Come on, man. We know this. Cover two defense is what most high school defenses play because they don't have the personnel on certain keys and situations. And the Cowboys, from what I've seen, still don't have a levels to defeat cover two and cover four. Changes everything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they fought back. They did the things they had to do. Uh, to to win the game, and that was not easy when you take over at the two yard line, and then they just asserted themselves. So I'm, I'm, you know, it wasn't fun from a fan's point of view to watch, but from a who are they point of view, RJ, honestly, it's I'm not really alarmed. Brad, do you think that there anything factored into here with them looking so sloppy had anything to do with the lack of any padded practice last week? Bobby, I think that's uh, <laughs> uh, unknowable for those of us who don't play and coach, and it feels a little bit like overthinking. Uh, but you can't you can't have a padded practice all the time. Yep, because simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. And well, what I'm saying uh, is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns. Things we don't know that we don't know. D- d- hey, he- here's here's what I gotta tell y'all right quick, man. <laughs> d- d- you only allow so many pra- padded practice throughout the year, right? And this initiative was from the actual players, the collective bargain agreement, to get away with to get away with tour days, to get away with all of these padded practice too have more guaranteed money and to get a larger split of the pie. So due to things that, that they agreed upon, the players themselves agreed upon, is what they're getting in return, right? We have lack of fundamentals as it relates to sports, and you don't have to play in the National Football League to see certain, certain things, right? We have more soft tissue issues throughout the league, and as far as the mental capacity in, in, a, in a pinch, you see lacking, dare I say, of that because the league became such a political one and a softer league. And I'm not saying that this NFL league is soft, S-O-F-T, soft. But what I'm saying is that that's why you see the differences between the 1980s and the 1990s football in the early 2000s and what you're seeing now. That's just how it is. So the coaching staff are are, are got their hands being held due to the collective bargaining agreement. They do. They they flat out do, and there's nothing we can do about it. So if one week, if I look back at this game and I think about the lack of padded practice, you can't use that in this particular game. Why, Law? Well, they still held this particular running back for less than 90 yards. I think it was right at 80. And this running back is a dog out there. Uh, Pierce is a real dog. Look what he did to Malik Hooker. Folded that man up like a lawn chair. I'm surprised that he's okay today. You know, and if we look back at this game, 
If anything, they needed more practice on will be the communication line and the understanding when the ball hits your hands, you got to come down with it. Pads or no pads. <laughs> you know, they should have caught some of those passes, right? And Dak Prescott, even in, I'm not trying to say, okay, he can walk on water, but at times you got to look back at this and you will have to say to even Rain Dakota Prescott, if it's three or more in that area, just don't go that way. Lived, I know the playbook is the playbook. You're sending people on verts. You're sending people on deep crosses, long play developing routes, which really don't have any concept. You're sending one by three, meaning that you got three defenders in the area and you only sending two receivers out. That it's, it's, it's crazy when you look back at the tape. Two receivers out, you got max protection, you drop it back, and that's the only option. You got to wait, you got a window of time to hit that receiver this much. And if the ball bounces off the phalanges, it's going to be picked off. Common Sense Lab says, I don't want to hear crap about Dak. That's, that was the type of game Romo got praised for. A win is a win, no matter the opponent. <laughs> You know, you know it, it, it goes back to say with these type of things, we can see the differences. We can see the differences on how people look at these things. But neither here nor there, I appreciate you for your support. My sense is that this staff does a really good job of planning out what they're going to do when from a practice sense. I mean, they're really detailed. They don't do anything haphazardly. And so I, I think that one of my favorite quotes in sports is the late, great Yogi Berra, who Yogi. once in trying to explain how something was going in baseball said, you have to remember, 90% of this game is 50% metal. <laughs> and, and, you know, those guys are human beings. They knew what the records were. The coaches can stand up there right. and, and talk to them uh, until they're blue in the face. But the those players think we're just going to go out there and win this game. We're going to try. We're not going to just roll our helmets out there. But, but you know, the Texans defensively were good on paper coming in. And so you had to know that. And then they throw in the offensive wrinkle. And, you know, the, all of it. Then you get a Turpin fumbles a punt. Well, <laughs> that's never happened. So that's a sure thing that went sideways. Now you give the other team life. Liberty. And now they're in it. And that's exactly what sports is about. That's why it's fun. And you're not going to get uh, not only the outcome, but you're not going to get the the script every game that we as a fan think that uh, ought to come. It's just not right. how it works. Right. And to me, the important thing is that they found a way to win the game. Brad Sham here. Oh, man. Yeah, find a way, man. That's what they say. Can you find a way to win the game? Show of hands, who's actually happy we won the game, right? <laughs> who's happy that the Cowboys, we are doing things that we haven't done since 95, 96, and you can't chalk this up because right now, collectively speaking, we're supposed to be below 500. Remember, Cowboys good one year, bad one year. Good one year, bad one year. If we ain't having that right now, show, show of hands, let me see some a thumb up if you're happy that we won. Let me see one in the chat or something. You know, Give me an indicator that you're happy. Give me a reason. 
that you're happy. It's kind of like you, you, you passed away, right? And they said, you know what? We're going to let you up in the heavens. You'd be like, man, at least I made it to the heavens. Boy, thank God I don't look like what I done been through, right? Good, great. I made it, baby. You, you was a sinner. Yeah, but I made it, though. Man, my wing's longer than yours. Oh, I'm up in here now, man. We got the same access, baby. Let me fly around with this. But there are people that would actually get to the heavens and be like, hey, man, why are your wings longer than mine's, man? And God, man, can you turn his AC uh, down a little bit, man? <laughs> it's, it's still too hot, man. God, dog, there's people complaining. <laughs> Like, dude, you're not tormented in the flames. You're not where the worm dieth not. You know, you up in heaven. You eating some good stuff right now. But there's somebody right now that's angry and upset that we are 10 and 3. They they can't enjoy their meal. They was up all last night talking about this and that. <laughs> Look at all of the people that's happy. I appreciate y'all. I'm glad y'all, the people that's here, are happy. You know what I mean? But collectively collectively we supposed to have a down year and everything everything according to the natural order of football we supposed to not even be in this spot right but sure will and hard work and determination said otherwise why law do you have any truth to this well your starting quarterback went down week one you had to insert cooper rush and he was able to stand tall and won four out of the five games that he played in or was able to steer the ship right didn't wreck the car and stood tall for this team against some of the heavier teams that we had to face, even on paper. We had to face the Cincinnati. We had to face the Rams. We had to face, at the time, the Giants were undefeated. We had to face the Washington team, right? And we were able to pull that win out with our backup quarterback on a team that we were able to win that the Eagles couldn't defeat, right? They couldn't have defeated with their starting quarterback with the best record in the league. And we end up beating the same team with our backup quarterback. Let that make sense. But people have the the, 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 the gumption, the notion, the thoughts of their mind that we can't we can't win more games than what we are at right now. Giving credence and saying. That that said team is better than us. When they couldn't beat the team, that they they lost to that team. They lost to the Washington team. We don't know what it feels like to lose to the Washington team in two years. You know, the last time I think the Washington team beat us was in the year of the pandemic. We don't know what it feels like to lose to them. They do. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that at them. I could be awful on the last time the Washington team beat us, though. But we don't know what it feels like, even with our backup quarterback. Jay Deep from D.C., one good note. Shout out to D-Law. Oh, my goodness. I got to do that. I got to pause in between, Jay. Hold on. Let me give my D-Law horn, man. Let me give my D-Law horn. Stop moving, chat. Stop moving for a quick second. Let me give my victory. Yes, indeed. Victory. Bar. (laughs) 
And he got another one, Lutter Key. <laughs> the Texans trainer for sitting, Damian Pierce. Hope he's okay. One on a bad note, Josh Ball equals Chad's green. <laughs> Boy, Josh Ball would make Chad's green feel like Tyron Smith right about that. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, man. God, dog, man. Chance Green was bad for us. Uh, and, and, and him and Cam. Oh, Cam. Fleming. Y'all remember Cam Fleming? <laughs> I think he wore 75. I tell you what. I tell you what. For any offensive lineman that wears 75, man, let, 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 let's figure out a way. To, to reverse the curse, man. I think Josh Ball would play better if you just take 7-5 off of him, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. But my only thing is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna iron out that ball and make it too flat because the optimism would be maybe maybe Josh Ball could be like Terrence still, right? But we don't have chances in time to wait for that. No, 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 no. No, we don't want to go through that program, right? Right? So let Jason Peters get into the mix and then let Avante Collins get in there. I know that they don't want to eat the eat the crow or or what do you call that? eat their own words or what have you by drafting Josh Ball there, I say. But at this point, it's too many people, too many people, right? Even with Terrence Steele, we can at least, even at the year of 2020, we could see, hey, man, hey, he had size. Hey, hey, he looked good against this rep. I don't even know if there's a soul on this planet that can look back at Josh Ball tape from training camp preseason and say, hey, man, look what he did on this one. Hey, look what he did on that one rep. I don't even know if there's somebody that can say that. And I could be a million percent wrong. <laughs> I could be. But let me know of anybody who's out there who did some positive film analysis on Josh Ball and said, hey, man, look at this. Let me know. <laughs> it got me laughing. Let me drink some more of my, my good juice I'm over fan. here. My, my concern, one game, whatever. I, I I was defending them after they lost to the Packers. My concern is we're having like this type of discussion after three straight games. Uh, halftime against the Giants and three quarters against Indy and then yesterday to the very, very end. Is that is that – Reasonable to have that concern after three straight games of these types of performances to, to wake up? Oh, I, I think that you're a reasonable fella, Sean, but uh, I would just <laughs> but... say that I don't share that concern. Uh, you play 60 minutes, and the only thing that matters is what happens at the end. And just because you and I think that they should dominate this team from, uh, as they used to say, from gun to whistle – um, that's just not how it works in the NFL. And so the other team hangs around, and then you find a way to win. So, And in, and in, in a divisional game. <clears throat> I, like, I like what my guy Alex says, man, and uh, I'm glad I got him as a mod because I don't want y'all kicking him up out of there. And da-da-da-da-da-da. I can't find it on the screen, main screen here. But uh, Alex, Alex did say, I got it right here. 
He said over here, he says, uh, Eagles never should have lost to the Washington. Hurts would have led the comeback if not for Godard fumble or on a obvious face mask or Quez fumbling on a deep pass in enemy territory. Spoken of a true Eagles fan, right? I promise you, under Alex, he's echoing maybe all of Eagles fans, right? Because in their mind, in the Eagles' mind, they're 13-0 and right now, and they will make the justifications from their mindset to reinforce it to the people that play for their beloved team. And they would, even if the media people, can probably have the same sentiments and the same intel that Alex just said right then. That, hey, man, you know, the Eagles never really lost to the Washington team. That was just by chance, right? That that was an obvious face mask. And if Quez Watkins, you know, hold on to the ball, we win that game. I hate saying we. The Eagles win that game, right? So that's how they interpret a loss. Whereas the Cowboys, they would have hung on it. They would have crucified Craig Quez Watkins. Who else, who else had a, a pivotal thing? And they would have crucified the quarterback. See? See the quarterback? You know, he's supposed to overcome this. He's supposed to not throw the ball to Quest. He's supposed to not throw the ball to Dallas Godard, who really didn't really fumble the ball. And it was Dallas Godard. It would have been Dallas Godard not worth the money if you paid Dallas Godard all of those coins. He should never fumble the ball, even if he was face masked. It should be. It should be if you're getting 13 to 14 million, how much money Dallas Godard is making, he should catch everything. He should never put the ball on the ground. That is how the Eagles interpret their games. That's just how it is. But on the flip side, the Cowboys, oh, my, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, it's only that this dude, Hurts, is only good because they went and got an A.J. Brown. They went and got a Devontae Smith. They went and had to go pay all of the money for the tight end and Quez Watkins. They had to surround him with weapons. He really can't throw, y'all. He's really sucky, you know. Even though he's throwing 108 QBO, he wouldn't He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't be able to do that with that offensive line. That's how y'all sound in Cowboys land. Oh, man, Dak need an offensive line. Oh, Dak need an A.J. Brown. Oh, Dak need another wide receiver. Oh, Dak need, you know, in order for him to be great. But we can literally see that the Eagles went out and did everything and anything that they wanted to elevate their team. And not one person trying to discount that said quarterback. They are looking at it like, let's bring more help to the quarterback. Let's bring more help to this offense. Let's bring more help to that defense. But on the Cowboys' land, hey, man, they, the Cowboys only winning because of the defense. How crazy we do sound at times, Cowboy Nation. Whereas they looking at it like, man, give, us, give them Sue. Give them Lavelle Joseph. Bring back Tupac. Bring them back. Put them on an Eagles uniform. Pull up Biggie. Put them down at D-Tick. You know what I'm saying? Look, that's just what they do juxtaposed to what we do. It is. We get more weapons. Ah, oh, you see, they just try to help that. Bull sugar, that's what you're supposed to do. 
You're supposed to try to help your quarterback. You're supposed to build around the things that he do well at, right, and take away things that he do wrong at. You're supposed to been looking through and calming through and say that, yeah, we got a wide receiver that's coming off of ACL by the name of Michael Gallup. He's going to be hot and cold. That's his whole entire career. Let's bring in somebody else. Matter of fact, let's force Michael Gallup to be the third wide receiver, and we see the potentials out of C.D. Lamb to be the number one wide receiver. Let's bring in more weapons for Dak Prescott. Right? Oh, and uh, Dalton Schultz, we like what he brings to the table, but let's let's go through the waiver wire. Let's make sure that we're crossing all of our I's and we're crossing all our T's and dotting our I's. Let's make sure if there's an Evan Ingram out there or an O.J. Howard, let's just bring them in for a cup of coffee. But y'all, we don't need this guy. We don't need that guy. We okay. I digress. <laughs> yeah, just how it is, man. Come on, y'all. Game, I think it's really even more unpredictable because those are always closer because teams know each other and there's a little more emotion. So um, I would not call you unreasonable, but I would say I don't share that concern based on those three games. Who was your player of the game? Well, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I, I would, I'd really have to think about that, but I would probably uh, – that's a good one. I don't know for sure. Well, let's, let's uh, talk how about, about some... Van Der Esch. Okay, he had like yeah. 16 tackles, yeah. and he was strong at the point of attack, and I didn't see anything he did wrong. Also, speak to Jason Peters, Brad. I heard you in the post game say mm. that he's had absolutely zero reps sitting there at right tackle. It looks like there's some concern that they think Steele is gone for the year. What would you think of the job that Peters uh, did and, and how this offensive line is going to look moving forward? I think that Jason Peters, before he go into details, I think that he he was a guy that didn't play right tackle since 2005. Some of y'all not even born during that time in 2005, and that was the last time he played right tackle. A, a guy that came out of Arkansas, just skilled and athletic and beyond, right? I think he was drafted by the Bills or picked up by the Bills, and he was a converted tight end. Right. And look how long this man been in the National Football League. And uh, I, I can tell you guys, um, it, it is what it is. This dude was able to stand tall. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Andrew Martinez says Dak is inconsistent. Now, <clears throat> how can you make a person that's inconsistent consistent when they have inconsistent pieces? Hmm? Like Noah Brown. Show of hands, out of all of the 31 other teams, where would he be at on their wide receiver chart? Is he, would he be considered a consistent wide receiver in the National Football League? And the same could be said for Michael Gallup, right? Like he's coming off of an ACL. There will be days where it's cold, he's going to be cold, and days he's hot, he's going to be hot. But there's no evidence, strand of evidence, that he would be a consistent wide receiver because he never been in the National Football League. Can he high point and pull the ball out of the sky? Yes. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to make a piece that's inconsistent, consistent with the inconsistent part, right? So that's how you look at this particular team, whereas any other team would figure out a way to make this thing, okay, compatible enough 
so that you can have the consistency from your quarterback. The pieces where he's inconsistent at, you will have a person that can make the consistent contested catches. Oh, Law, do you have any shreds of information on that? Just look around the NFL. That's just all you have to do. But that's just how it goes with the Dallas Cowboys. Considering this right here, even with the whole piece of getting rid of Amari Cooper, right? They said that he was inconsistent on a road games, right? But he was consistent on home games. But, dog, we, we could have used that consistency out of Amari Cooper last night, right? <laughs> but that's just how it goes, even with James Washington. James Washington, yeah. Where, where were his levels of consistency? When he got hit with the ball between the eight and three, you think that he was thinking about catching the ball. He was thinking about, oh, my foot. I'm going to drop this one. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. J.D. from D.C., let me see Peters, has not played tackle since 2005, and ball has not played at all. Sounds like a fair trade-off to me. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, JD. And, and 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 the other part of it, y'all, the other part of it, y'all, and I hate to rain. I hate to rain on most people. Let me hear yes or no about your offensive coordinator. Is he consistent? We are going into week, are we heading into week 14 or 15? I forgot the numbers now. It's week 15 now. And let me know. Have you seen anything consistently called by your offensive coordinator? Some days 14 personnel, some days 13. Hey, sometimes you run it with Zeke. Sometimes you run it and attack the edge with Tony Pollard. There goes to show you that the levels of consistency starts from the top that trickles down to the bottom. Hey, let me know. So, 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 so I see a lot of those in there. You know, shout out to you, Martinez, for pointing this out because now we have a whole segment about inconsistencies, right? So, you expect your quarterback to be consistent, but when the person that dial up and draw up the plays, even with the Crayolas, you know what I mean? Can't be consistent. So you expect the inconsistency of your offensive coordinator to be leveled out for your quarterback to be consistent with the inconsistent parts. With the wide receivers, like I said, that a lot of people talked about that wouldn't even find the 53-man roster on most teams like a Noah Brown. And I'm not talking about Noah Brown, by the way, because he did make that catch. When it was time for him to be consistent on that last drive, which counts the most, right? He was able to pull that ball in. But if you were to throw that ball nine times out of ten, maybe he will be one out of the doggone ten. <laughs> yes, indeed. So how how can we how can we make something that's inconsistent consistent? That should be the recipe, you know. <laughs> Nor is clutch. Yeah, he was consistent when it counted, and so was Dak, right? <laughs> uh, Ray says uh, we need to run more than pass. And I'm going to talk about that too. But, uh, boy, we got so much ingredients coming out of this whole segment. We need to run more than – matter of fact, before I hit play, let me just go ahead and say this one right now, Cowboy Nation. 
I sometimes look at it when you playing a game and you got your quota that you're trying to hit, it's more of a disservice than hitting your philosophy. Oh, we just got to run to solidify the fact that we're running. That's bull sugar. When you have a concept, a plan, you guys heard me say this last week when a third of you guys was mentioning in our blowout, it was 54 to 19 last week. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he hurt. He's out for the season, Law. He's out for the season. And I said, hey, hold on. When you go back and rewind, and I'm a person that I will fall on the sword when I'm wrong. I will admit when I'm wrong. I'm not a guy to say I'm always right. But go back and rewind the tape. And I said, when you have a consistent formula, philosophy, plan, in scheme, it don't matter who your quarterback is or what system you're running. You can put me back there and they can still win because that's their philosophy, scheme. There are people that's on my Instagram saying right now, Brock Purdy is better than Dak Prescott. I told you guys that when you have a system, a scheme that if you perfect that, it don't matter. They didn't need Jimmy Garoppolo last night or yesterday because they got a quarterback that can fit in in their particular scheme. They ran their same philosophy, attacking the edge, playing physicality on the defensive side of the corn. It's not Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde over there. Now, I'm not saying, I, I ain't going to say this. It's not going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> because I think the world and the universe still can, can bend for my Cowboys. I'm not finna say the Niners are better. No, I'm not finna say that coming out of my mouth. Y'all can say that. But, damn it, they got a philosophy and a scheme that's consistent to their personnel. Whereas we don't. That's all I'm going to say. I, I um, am really anxious. It's really a little early for the for the tape to be up to have access uh, to it, but I'm going to be doing that this afternoon. I'm really looking forward to seeing it, and and I'm also interested in seeing how Josh Ball did. Besides the one play where he clearly got beat and uh, caused an interception, uh, because he might have been he might have been functional. I don't know that. Um, yeah, Peters is if he had never taken a snap what he did uh, mentally to help Tyler Smith from the day he walked in the door, he was worth whatever they're paying him. Now, my understanding is that uh, they talked to him when Steele got hurt about going to right tackle, and he at first said, I don't want to hurt the team. I don't want to be the reason we lose because I haven't practiced over there. And then uh, after the the uh, interception uh, and the late pressure that he went back over and said, put me in. No doubt, no doubt. Quick story, man. My brother, the twin maker, uh, we was talking football this off season, and um, he brought up Debo. Debo and Brandon Ayuk got into a fight. They literally got into fisticuffs. 
in training camp, Brandon Ayuk dropped a few passes, right? And they was talking about physicality of what he needed to bring to the table more. Paraphrasing the story. Twin hit me up and said, man, it was a fight today. I said, what happened? Debo went to Brandon Ayuk and uh, said that, hey, this is what we need to happen. We need for you to have the physicality and to hold on to the ball if necessary. It could be Fred Warner or Debo. I'm kind of mixing the story around. I don't follow the, the Niners that well. But those guys held each other accountable for the drops. And when it is quite strange to me that when Debo got down and got hurt, everybody on that 49ers team, Elevated, stood tall, right? Brandon Ayuk, the other wide receiver as well. They knew that, hey, the leader is down, but that ain't nothing. We got, we, we done went through training camp before. We done went through the trials and tribulation, blood, sweats, and tears, or what have you. Yeah, it's sad. Wipe it off. Get back into the fight. I'm going to ask Twin, I'm asking, was it Fred Warner or Debo? But those boys got into a fight, baby. Whereas the Cowboys, if the same thing would have happened, they would have still been talking about a dysfunction with the Cowboys organization and franchise. Fights within the, within the locker room. Right? No one can hold each other accountable, look each other in the eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Man, it would have been left and right. Hey, man, C.D. Lamb, he was talking bad about Michael Gallup, or Michael Gallup was talking bad about C.D. Or, you know, the the linebacker role got something to say about the offense. Tormoral and Big Day. He's a real competitor. Here's just a thought. I've talked to no one about this. It's just in my head. Um, what if Tyron plays right tackle? <laughs> and who would play left tackle? <laughs> no, no, Brad Sham. No, 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 no. Well, 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 well from Brad Sham, uh, a thought point right here you keep. Is, did, did he say Tyron playing right tackle? All right. No, 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 no. And, and I, I do love the rationale with this. Uh, I think I, I've listened to the show, the, the overtime, o, OT, OT. And I think, I think um, Big Nate, Big Nate Newton, he was saying, Big Nate said, and I'm trying to figure out what he was saying in my mind, I'm trying to recall. He said the best five would be Tyron, Tyler, Tyler Biotis, Zach Martin and Jason Peter as their right tackle. That was Big Nate Newton. Now, I don't know about y'all, man, but Big Nate knows a lot about offensive linemen. And if we really dive deep, if we really dive deep into the psyche of the 90s team, wasn't a lot of guys drafted in the first round being an offensive lineman. They took pieces and they kind of put it together. 
And we had some undersized guys, but we had some uh, some mindsets. We had some maulers. We just had mixed pieces in there. Like the uh, when you go to Pie Pies, you say, give me the mix, man. It wasn't all thighs, wasn't all wings, man. It was a mix, you know. So that's what they had. But they had the mindset that, sure, we the best. And if the Cowboys want to roll out their best five, top five, pick five, whatever you want to say, mix, pace five, then – I don't lean on to what Big Nate is saying, you know. But uh, I, I listen to Brad Sham, so we're going to see what he have to say. Tyler? Smith. Tyler Smith's been playing the hell out of left tackle all year. When when they were talking about Tyron coming back, a lot of people were saying, why would you move Tyler Smith off? Well, you don't have to. McGovern's been playing well. Hmm. Uh, I'm not. You don't want to mix and match, and they don't have a lot of time to turn this around. No. Tyron played right tackle his rookie year. Now, that's longer ago than 05, uh, I think. No, it's not, but it feels like it, when Peters came in the league. Um, and, you know, they may have to do it by committee, uh, but um, it, it, that's, I'm sure that's kept some of them up last night. If Steele is done, and we hear the same rumors, uh, and it's all rumors until they say it, but uh, if, he's, if he's done for the rest of the, uh, rest of the way, he's done, then, though. Um, then I think it's reasonable to say what um, Tyron did play right tackle in 2011. William Anthony, yeah, he did, he did. And in that following year, uh, I, I remember there was a um, off season press conference by Tony Romo because Doug Free was the left tackle, and he was saying if we swapped the two, I can see the pressure coming from uh, the right side, which is cool. But I need to be protected on the blind side, and uh, they made the switch, and uh, it was good for my guy um, uh, Tyron uh, to be at that left tackle his sophomore year, I believe. So I, I feel you though. Uh, the, uh, that's the only good thing about right-handed quarterbacks. If you get a right tackle in the game, that that all he needs is a few fractions of a second. He can see the pressure coming from his right side. It's not his blind side. It's the blind side. They, they get the quarterbacks creamed, right? <laughs> the blind side. And – we can look back at uh, 2015, and uh, I can still see Doug Free, who, who, who you know, Hicks coming off of that side, and uh, that doggone um, the guy that was still in Cologne and stuff with draws and stuff. I got his name, Joseph Randall, I believe. Both of those guys with, <laughs> and Tony. He was trusting his, his his visible side. And he saw it, and he tried to hook the ball like this, and that's when he crushed his collarbone because of the right side, right? And even though that was on his blind side, you know. But that's, that's a story of another day. That's why I would tell you guys, be sure that you protect your quarterback on the edges at all times. Uh. <clears throat> is your best offensive line. Now, my hesitancy about moving Tyron would be, but would be the same thing it was about moving Peters, because I talked to Zach about it afterwards, and I said, you know, uh, how about the difficulty of what, what uh, Peters did? He said, I think going from one side to the other is the hardest thing to do. Now, don't overreact to this, because I don't like the idea of where it leads people to think. But I said, he said, Zach Martin said, 
I would rather move from right guard to right tackle than right guard to left guard. Now, I don't think. Hey, Zach, but move your butt to right tackle. <laughs> and, and, and kick and slide the other guy in. Um, uh, it was Connor McGovern. Put him at right, right guard. You know, it's so many ways, but for whatever you can do, the thing that I have my biggest reservations on would be, of course, when when Connor when Zach Martin played right tackle, that's when he got hurt. Y'all remember that? He hurt his calf or something. Um, I don't like that. Uh, the other reservation is um, the Jaguars. They got linebackers and they got edge rushers that can blitz off of that edge. And we got to look at the Jaguars as if a team, and I know this, we go talk Jag talk Wednesday or Thursday. Trayvon, was his name? Trayvon Walker. What's his name? Trey Walker, whatever his name is. He got that flexibility in that band. And if you using this week coming up, as oh a test week with your offensive line, you don't want you don't want your uh your quarterback to get bruised up and give life to that young defensive edge guys over there on Jacksonville and can't just look at Jacksonville as Jacksonville is that's his name his name Trayvon Walker y'all help me out man you can't afford to do that and the craziest thing I'm on record telling you guys that if Tyron Smith plays this weekend against the Jags, he's going to have a rough night or a rough day. He always start off like that with one bad game. And the people that give Tyron Smith issues, problems, are those quick, bendy guys that got that first step get off. I'm just telling y'all the truth on that one. I'm not throwing any salt. and ain't throwing any shade. But they got guys. They got linebackers and fronts. They go, Look, I'm going to tell you how crazy this league is. The Jaguars next year going to be a team to be reckoned with. The, the Texans next year, when they figure things out with those two quarterbacks they got, they're going to have to get rid of both of them. But they're going to be a team to be reckoned with if they fool around and get a veteran quarterback in the mix over there in Texans. You know, they got some pieces that I like on defense. They got some pieces on offense that they can go out and maybe add to maybe a wide receiver, et cetera. But let's not sleep on those things. Carolina, too. Yeah, Jay. I like Carolina. Carolina, Carolina, scrappy, scrappy, scrappy. And even what the Seattle Seahawks is doing, I think that they're kind of like another year away. You know, even though Geno, he started off hot and flaming out now. But, oh, oh, my goodness, Paul. Yeah. And the Lions. Ooh. <laughs> y'all saw, y'all saw Road Tie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all saw that boy catch that touchdown, man. Look, the, the, the Lions going to be the, the Lions relays over there. They're going to have, look, <laughs> if. If uh, uh, what's the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Aaron Rodgers over there, yeah, 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 he gonna be trying to look to get out of that division, <laughs> and even the Bears to a degree. The Bears, the Bears to a degree. I mean, the NFL is always changing. It's always changing, forever changing. It's year to year league, but you can see 
some of the talent pool that you see from some of the players that next year may. And then what you don't want to do is sleep on some of these teams down the stretch. And we got, what, four more games we got to finish out strong. Three, four more games we got to finish out real strong, y'all. All right, let's go. I think they've got another guard right now who can approximate what you would get from Martin. So I think you have to throw that idea out because I think it would really compromise the interior. And the communication lately, for the most part, has been really good between uh, both guards or all three if you want to throw uh, Tyler Smith in for when he moves in and the center. So I'm not for that idea, but the point is someone who knows a lot more about it says moving from one side to the to another is not easy. But if anyone can do that, guys like Jason Peters and Tyron right. Smith would be those guys. And when we talk to McCarthy this afternoon, I'll, I'll be a little surprised if he doesn't say they're considering all options. Uh, my guy says, Cowboy, appreciate you, man. Is Jason Peters better than Steele? I think that with Jason Peters, he had more knowledge than Steele. But it goes all the way back to what Zach Martin was saying is that he calls Steele the best offensive lineman on the team. And experience can whoop experience can whoop youth all day, but experience got also father time into the mix. Whereas, you know, Jason Peters, at times he do look a little slow. But, dude, when them hands get on you and you see him walking, it's just like a look like Jason Peters. He looked like a ball out there. We call Josh Ball, Josh Ball. It looked flat, right? <laughs> but Jason Peter like a little ball out there. He's a big ball, but he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and quarterback, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there, man, hands inside, redirecting. Them hands hit you, you moving back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that, all those rolls and that belly was moving around. But he was protecting the quarterback. I don't know how long he can do that, though. <laughs> because he he was a little ball, a big ball at that. Jason Balls, you know what I'm saying? Because he was just getting things out of the way. But I don't know if he can do that for 60 snaps. I don't know. I don't know how his uh, endurance levels are, right? But experience is experience. It'll whoop the youth all day, man. Yes, indeed. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Joshua can't ball. He ain't part of the ball, brothers, man. Uh, and, and another thing was this past week, and I'm, I'm going to talk about the 49ers one more time, y'all. And I think somebody said, hey, Law, you sure you ain't a 49er fan? You know, but my brother, man, he gets yapping, yapping, yapping in my mouth, in my ear all, all week, trying to take words out of my mouth all the time. But here's what they had to say. Tom Brady came out saying that he would like to play for the 49ers, right? <laughs> and the 49ers was like, we ain't finna bite into that bait right there. We got Brock Purdy, what have you. But Tom Brady sees the defense. He sees what the Niners can do from a defensive philosophy and the weapons on the outside. And Tom Brady is one of those guys that's try, that understands and knows that defense win championships. And that's why <laughs> that's why he was trying to say, hey, man, I, I would love to play for the Niners. I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers right now saying, hey, I would love to play for 
the Niners because of the defense. Experienced quarterbacks understand that when you have a great defense or a good defense or superb defense, that they can go to that said team to manage everything else. Yep. <laughs> L. Yippee says, uh, you all played like trash yesterday. But that ugly trash pull out that win, though. Yes, indeed. Brad, Dak was a little bit inconsistent, uh, or maybe you didn't think he was. Um, but you know, how was your evaluation of his game, and and do you look at it like, man, you know, maybe he was just a little bit too inconsistent, and is a little too inconsistent, or like that ninety-eight yard drive is why they pay him forty million? Both both things are true, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I didn't think he he was really very good throughout most of the day. There were a lot. There were a few throws, RJ. That uh, I don't know. There was one on a third down where the ball was just short, and uh, and I said to Babe on the air, "What is wrong with him today? What's going on?" Uh, some days, you know, you have a bad day at the office. I didn't think he was sharp um, overall. Uh, I don't blame him for the for the interceptions. The first one, uh, I believe, got tipped just before it got to Noah Brown. And then, you know, I thought Brown fought the ball. It hit him off the numbers, and I thought that was a catchable ball. And uh, then there were a couple of others that were dropped, mm-hmm. and uh, the protection was the cause of the second interception. But there were some other throws that were just not – they just weren't smooth. They just didn't look great. And then the guy who uh, took over at the two, uh, that was the guy that you would like to see – the time now i don't think there's a quarterback in the league right. who hits a hundred percent of his passes uh, but i did think that he was a little inconsistent for a good part of the day until he absolutely could not be and then uh, he was just magic i thought some of those throws a couple of those throws to schultz were some of the best throws that that uh, he made all day so all right, let, let, let me uh, break this down. Man, Eric, that's too much for me to read, man. Man, come on, man. I, I got the LaShawn McCoy eyes right now, man. I can't read all of that, man. <laughs> Shady McCoy. I need Gracie Corners to help me read that one. But uh, I'm going to read it after the uh, the video is over with. Shout out to Eric's man. He He's over there on Facebook. He just be fighting, boy. Eric, Eric, I'm, I'm going to just say this to Eric, man. Boy, you'll be fighting, man. This dude is a diehard Eagles fan. But I'm quite sure, Eric, you got to level the plane right here. Even though you're a diehard Eagles fan, you got to be a diehard Law Nation fan. Let me know if you're a Law Nation fan. That's what it is. I got it. You know, for the Eagle fans that's here, y'all, y'all just a Y'all just a, a Law Nation fan. That's what it is, man. He wrote the book over there. <laughs> That's what it is. Just, just let me know, Eric, man. Let me know, man. You, you, you a Law Nation fan. You ain't a Cowboy fan, but you a Law Nation fan. You know what I'm saying? Let me know, Eric. Let me know. Let me know in the chat before I go go a little bit further. Yes, indeed. So I, I've seen what happened. You know, my mods kick them out on YouTube. They jump over there on my uh, Facebook page, you know. I like your channel, Law. Man, come on, man. Let me hear Dow Hart, man. Let me hear Dow Hart, Law Nation fan, man. Come on, man. I at least deserve that. I don't, don't want to hear the like, man. I, I I like your channel, Law. No, I want to know, man. I want to know. I'm, I'm just I'm just a little little curious, man. You're Dow Hart because you 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 part of the notification squad, man. 
And me and you going to have a good time on the 24th, man. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. Oh, y'all Eagles, y'all, oh, y'all better do something against us on the 24th. Because if not, baby, oh, I got it all loaded up. I've been loading my clips. You know, I, I'm ready. <laughs> what J. Cole says, I've been loading my clips, baby. Come on. <laughs> ooh, we, y'all, the Eagles, look. One by one, Eagles week. I'm going to have to get Philly Notion, Bird Gang, him and his wife. I'm going to have to get all of them. Uh, Lord Brunson, uh, the other guy from Eagles, uh, uh, Fed Talk, Philly Talk, man. All of them going to have to come on my show one by one. One by one. <laughs> I don't want I don't want you guys to be ducking now. You know what I'm saying? Talking about I gotta be with the family and the kids. It's a holiday weekend. No, 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 no. I, I need to have all of y'all ready lined up. Even you, Eric. Eric, you gonna have to call in on Eagles Hate Week. You're gonna have to FaceTime me or something, man. I need all of the Eagles fan. I need every one of y'all Eagles Week because y'all support me all this week. All this week, Alex, you're going to have to jump in, too. You don't have to show your face. You can just jump right on in. <laughs> We're going to have a, a marathon show with the Eagles community. Before the game, don't wait till after the game. Please don't be waiting. Don't be hitting me up on the 25th or the 26th or what have you. I need to have y'all before that game kick off. You know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all shucking and jiving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh, I forgot what I was going to say, so I'm going to hit play over here. I think both of those things are true. You guys have uh, any discussions over the pass rush? You know, seeing, you know, I know that they were running a little bit with their college system that they were going at with the alternating quarterbacks, but where was the pass rush yesterday? Oh, my. Um, I know what I was going to say. They converted my guy, Parsons, into a gadget guy, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I, I think that Parsons' skill set is too great to be a gadget guy on the defensive side. He's too great of a player to be a gadget guy on the defensive side. I don't like that at all, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to LVE having one hell of a game. But when I say gadget guy – a specialist, a designated hitter, a pass rushing specialist. I think that Parson got too much skills to be considered such. And I hope that I'm wrong, y'all. I hope that I'm wrong. For two weeks, I gave them I gave them the benefit of the doubt last week, right? But they use in Parsons nothing much more than what they use out of Slam Williams. Designated edge guy, not a guy to get a lot of reps and these sorts of things from a natural football philosophy. They only using this man as a linchpin to just use him in certain moments. Like when they were sacking him down and whatever, and I'm seeing Parsons on the sideline like this, like, <laughs> like a kid you took this toy from him, right? And the same could be said about Slam Williams, man. Like, look, look, I know, I get it. Let's stop using these guys as gadgety guys. Man, these guys got a boatload of skill set 
that I want them to be on the field at all times. At all times, man. Come on, man. It's like, and I'm not saying that Parsons is Ray Lewis, but it's similar to having Ray Ray, and you're only using Ray Ray on, on third downs or something like that, right? When he, when he was a guy that was a tone setter on first, kapow! You know, you feel like Ray Ray come through there, kapow! Oh, my God. Where my guy at? Where my guy at? And that set the talk. You ain't going across the middle no more. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, Ray Ray coming, man. You know. <laughs> Y'all saw that clip I played the other day when I was breaking down some film analysis. And Chad Ocho said, man, I, I ran into Ray by accident. <laughs> that joke was saying he ran into Ray by accident. No. He, he, he had his, his mindset. That he was going to try to get a cheap one on Ray. <laughs> but can you imagine if they said, you know, look, we just only going to play Ray on third downs. No, that was on a first down play. <laughs> Chad Ocho thought he could get a cheap one on Ray. <laughs> he said, I ran into Ray by accident. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, dog. And then on that clip. They kind of met up with each other in the uh, Pro Bowl or what have you. And Ray was like, hey, man, what's going on? He said, yeah, man, you you you, you try to ram me over. He said, what you talking about? I ain't know you was there. <laughs> <laughs> Intimidation is part of the game, and we need to establish that. I like what our defense is doing collectively, though. But there are some parts that I'm going to give some objective analysis to. And uh, on that part of this, I don't like to see Sam Williams or his twin, Michael Parsons, use his gadgety guys, right? I want them to be on the field. I want him to play hook to flat. I want him to be out there to get a good vibe or a feel of the game. And it appears that the Cowboys are so desperate for sacks, right? So desperate for creating those impact plays that they forget about the small plays in between. Right. And the vibes and the feels of games. So that's why you don't see Parsons getting interceptions. That's why you don't see Parsons getting a gang of tackles. He should be leading a team in tackles with that four three speed. But you don't get that because you only you looked at Parsons skill set and you said to yourself, I'm only going to use what he's best at instead of utilizing what Parsons is good at. And that is being an overall all around linebacker, not a gadgety guy. <laughs> yes indeed man that's my that's my only thing that i have to take away from that and that's why we don't have sacks from parsons in the last two weeks because teams now saying okay on third down look for number 11 <laughs> send that brother on first down on a blitz sometime send him on second down just let's just not wait for third down and we done fooled around and got so cute. Now, the, the, the if you want awards and stuff like that, the Eagles, the number one team in sacks now. We done passed pass it over to the Eagles. Number one team in sacks. Because we trying to get too cute on defense. It's a great question, and uh, we didn't really have time to talk about it, but we did mention it. I mean, there wasn't any, and especially when they had to throw and they left Davis Mills in, 
who, by the way, I think is a little over, uh, a little underrated. I, I'm not, I'm not saying he's the next great thing, but I, Davis Mills throws the ball well, and if he's got some weapons around him, I think he's a more than serviceable quarterback. Um, but yeah, there was a complete absence of a pass rush yesterday. It may be that it's just really hard to get in sync doing that when the offense is doing what it's doing and you're going from playing RPO to standard pass rush from one play to the next. It might be hard to get in a groove. I've never done it. But, but there were absolutely times when I thought to myself, if I didn't say, okay, this is where the pass rush comes in, and uh, that didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, and that was an anomaly. So uh, it was not a good part of the game, but I'm not going to panic over it. No doubt. Uh, that's the mighty Brad Sham with his objective analysis. Uh, appreciate uh, him and his words. Uh, all right. And uh, to find more details about that, uh, here's a link to Brad Sham interview from 105. Shout out to those boys, man. They don't do a good job. They do a great job. So check them out. Help them grow and help them uh, continue to do do that right there uh, with their analysis and their report. So check out 105.3 The Fan. I just posted the link in the chat area. Uh, I think that the Cowboys are playing soft against bad teams, trying to keep players healthy from for the playoffs. Also, I think that they are saving some players' skills with the Nets for surprise plays in the playoff. Mm. playing a game of football scared money make no money and when you my friend lady and gentlemen look at this game and say hey we're gonna do this and that and that's when injuries occur you play hard 60 minutes and last <laughs> yesterday you proved that too um the surprise plays was saving some of the skill set for the playoffs We've been down this road before. Uh, last year, uh, we were so up and down, we couldn't find out the identity of this team. So we started to embed this word called excuses for this team, right? We're saying that maybe they're going to save because ain't no way. On one week, you show explosiveness. Then the next week, you fall flat on your face, right? That it was by chance. We had to say to ourselves, Maybe they saving some of this good stuff for the playoffs. And we got to the playoff. We were still waiting for that good stuff. Pollard only touched the ball four times in the playoff last game. We was in the playoff. Four times. We still don't know what to do with Cavante Turpin. Hmm? We still... Got the ability to run 14 personnel that if you play in anybody's Tampa 2, Cover 2, Lovey Smith 2, Tupac 2, whoever 2, would have forced them to get out of those packages and go big body, right? <laughs> we, we didn't do that. We didn't attack the edges. 
We shied away, and we forced this team to throw the ball all around the field. Called the Cowboys. Because there was no levels of consistency. And if you, my friend, veer off from who your identity is, then you, just not a good team. When you got to save all of that stuff, like the parable with the talents, I'm just going to dig my talent and put it in a hole and wait for next year and wait for the playoff. No, you utilize those good, unique plays. You utilize C.D. Lamb against those motions and things like that. So when the playoff comes, you, you can line up all of those wide receivers blindly and they will be right where they're supposed to be at. Look, everybody, mama, uncle, cousin knew that the Cowboys, and I know that this was the 90s, but dog it, that's the only way I can go back to pour these resources from since we've been consistent. Last time we've been consistent. Everybody knew, hey, man, they finna crack toss, man. They finna toss this thing to Emmett. Hey, man, how he still get eight yards? How he still get 10? How is Emmett still getting 15? Everybody knew that the Cowboys were going to run it in when they got down to the five for a tub with Emmett Smith. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew on third down that Jay Novacek was going to be the guy. They used to call him third down king, Jay Novacek. When you do things on a consistent level, great. Don't matter how well you can try to stop it, it's just not going to happen. Everybody knew, look, I can go fast forward. Tom Brady to Gronkowski. Everybody seen that coming, right? <laughs> they know it. That's bread and butter. And somehow the Cowboys, they would get the bread and forget the butter. They would have the butter and forget the bread. Uh, J.D. from D.C. says, Kellen Moore is not holding anything back. Been there, done that last year. But Dan Quinn might be. <laughs> as much as man I'm going to talk bad about this team in certain levels right objectively speaking one thing I can tell you for sure that Dan Quinn do make the necessary adjustments nevertheless the only thing that I can tell you guys from what Dan Quinn did after the Green Bay Packers game. I don't think individually he allowed any running back to get over 100 yards by his scheme alone, right? Like Pierce only ran for 80-some yards, <laughs> and he's a monster. Look what he did to Malik Hooker. But when the playoff time come around, we're going to have to be just that much better. We do. We do. <laughs> man, y'all tripping. Shout out to y'all, man. All right, all right. Let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. There's one other thing that I wanted to pull up. Shout out to uh, Coach Marv. He uh, told me to look at this, and and uh, let's go. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. That's what you That's do. the point. 
This is just straight hate by a guy who's jealous that he's still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. The point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, What's going every fight? time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No, yeah, I did well, what I, I did. I never said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you. Yeah, See what you do? You take personal shots. No, when you put I don't, I don't take personal oh, shots. You started. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I so take a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking Whoa. about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? Wow! You wanted to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year. Well, because you 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 just go ahead. You just Ooh, wee man, that 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 is wrong, man. Respect him. It, it's just so. It, so it's, you, it's, you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no, support him. No, well, I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played it. your game, and it's by have far. It. Have it. Okay, I'm going to have at it. Man, that 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 that's wrong, Skip. Man, oh man, that was wrong, man. I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even gonna play that clip. But my guy GT3 hit me up and say, listen to this, man. Oh my gosh, man. That 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 wrong. Let me retweet that one. Retweet that one, man. Skip. Man, that 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 was juicy. I'm gonna go look, I really don't watch uh was this undisputed like that, man. That's wrong, man. I, I can see that Shay Sharp, man, as much as much as people dog him with his takes or what have you. He no football, man. Shay Shay took the glasses off, y'all. That that that's real. This is a real debate, though. You know, God, dog. Watch this. I'm gonna let play it again. This is just straight hate by a guy who's jealous that he's still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. That's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Yeah, I did well, what I did. I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better than you. Way better. Yeah, See what you do? You take personal shots. No, you put I, don't, I don't take personal oh, shots. You started it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I Man, that dude about to cry, man. Uh, St. Clair says, Law, we're still out for the season. Would you move Tyler Smith, Jason Peters on Tyron Smith to replace Steele? Is not, if not, do not trust Josh Ball. I, I don't I don't trust Josh Ball at all, man. Um I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't trust Josh Ball. Um, <clears throat> I don't. But I've seen Avante Collins. If it was anybody that I, I would give a shot at it, it would be Avante Collins, right? But if they want to make wholesale changes, I would live with Jason Peters. I would literally look Jason Peters, who got who's going to have a gold jacket, right, uh, and tell him, if you need a spell, if you need a spell, we got Collins. But we need you to be this right tackle. And I will continue to keep Tyler Smith, Connor McGovern in. And, and, and this whole week, we're looking at Tyron Smith as that guy that can solidify that left tackle role. But for right now, I'm and this is what I'm going to roll out, and then I'm piecing together Tyron Smith because I know for sure these next two games are going to be bang 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 Jaguars young 
team. They can fly around, get to the quarterback. I'm trying to protect my quarterback at all costs. And I don't have the luxury of putting in Tyron Smith to 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 figure out things in these next two games. Maybe a third game. But what, what, who who do we play after the Eagles? Whoever we play after the Eagles would probably be a better suit for me with Tyron Smith. Or this could be because I'm not at practice, ladies and gentlemen. Rip the Band-Aid off with the Jags. Put Tyron Smith in. Keep Tyler Biotish. I mean, Tyler. Put Tyron Smith in at left tackle. Tyler Smith at left guard. Tyler Biotish at center court. Zach Martin and Jason Peters. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Those would be your options. But on all of my options, I'm getting rid of ball. I can't figure out a way to keep ball on this team uh, any longer. Presley says, Law the NFL told Jerry if he keep beating teams so bad, <laughs> they were going to air the boys. You know what I'm saying? That's why we took it easy on the Texans. Don't worry if you mispronounce my name. You will be hearing more from me. Yes, indeed. Front Troy Presley. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Biggie B, winning the NFL is extremely hard. Why we can't appreciate greatness when we see it. My Cowboys showed me a lot yesterday. Roll with us or not. Shoot, it's hard to win in the NFL. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Shoot. I can name you. I would love to have Harris on his team and Jalen Petrie. You know what I'm saying? Those boys are no strups, right? Uh, 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 Larry Tonsil and all of those boys on the offensive front for the uh, Texans, right? You know, come on, y'all. Look, look. <laughs> NFL is a difficult one, and they threw a curveball at the Cowboys. They threw in Jeff Driscoll. I promise you they didn't think of playing lane discipline with Jeff Driscoll if he come out there. They, they didn't practice at all against Jeff Driscoll. They probably looked at all of the tape from beginning to end on Davis Mill, and then they said, oh, they got Jeff Driscoll too? Shoot. But um, as much as I can't stand Shay Sharp, man, he, he I got – I got his back on this one, though. Let me uh, find this thing from uh, Boss Cowboy Sports, man. Uh, my guy, let me uh, pull this audio up, and, and then we'll open up the phone lines if that's okay. Shout out to you, the big time show, baby. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you for that. All right, so this is from Coach Marv about what Teddy had to say before the game. He kicked Moore, off. The more times he decides to throw it to Dak Prescott and look good so he can get a head coaching job is, is the detriment to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. I'm telling you right now. The more Dak throws is the more ca cause for error that's going to happen. You want him to run the ball, bro? I want him to run the ball. And you All right, so this was before the game. This was before the game. Teddy, he was talking about the detriment for the Cowboys. Let's listen to this again. Kellen Moore, the more times he decides to throw it to Dak Prescott and look good so he can get a head coaching job is, is the detriment to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. I'm telling you right now. The more Dak throws is the more ca cause for error that's going to happen. You want him to run the ball, bro? I want him to run the ball. And you got to play to that defense. The de that, that, that unit Listen may to what be he the best unit in football. 
All right. I know the Niners defense is good too, but just the way that they are so explosive and score on defense that you want to go ahead and spread it out and, and have the tips and overthrows. Got to get those interceptions and all that stuff. It's just it's just not the way to do it. This dude literally said the tips and overthrows. Now I know I got a lot of my, a lot of my conspiracy theories in here, man. Uh, theorists in here. Like, now, nah, law, he read the script before it happened. <laughs> he knew that there was going to be a lot of tips and overthrows that create the INTs, right? But Teddy, Brewski, that's how you say that man's name, I believe. He literally called the game before the game even happened. And there was no clear indicator that this game would appear to be just the way he called this game. I need to hit Teddy up and say, hey, man, what are the lottery numbers? I could be a multi-billionaire by now if you can give me those lottery numbers. Let's listen again to what he had to say. Kellen Moore, the more times he decides to throw it to Dak Prescott and look good so he can get a head coaching job is, is the detriment to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. I'm telling you right now. The more Dak throws is the more cause for error that's going to happen. You want him to run the ball, bro? I want him to run the ball. And you got to play to that defense. The de that, that, that unit may be the best unit in football, all right? I know the Niners' defense is good, too, but just the way that they are so explosive and score on defense that – you want to go ahead and spread it out and and have the tips and overthrows. Got to get those interceptions and all that stuff. It's just it's just not the I way to do Dallas it. I think Dallas is a complete no. team. They're a complete team if their wide receiver group steps up and plays to their potential, which I I think I'm seeing a steady incline. All right, so <clears throat> you said they're a complete team if their wide receiver group step up. And that's one of the Hasselback. I don't know if that's Matt or whoever the other Hasselback is, just the one without the hair. But I'm going to tell you guys that what Teddy Bruschi said uh, is 1,000% on, on par to what a lot of people said that they are worried about. And here's my only big crazy reservation. After the season is over with, there will be teams picking up their phones, right? And they will be calling the Dallas Cowboys based upon the offensive ranking. And they're going to be saying that, hey, we would like to bring Kellen Moore in for a cup of coffee for the interview. What I'm telling you guys, that it's always better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have the opportunity and be prepared, right? So what I'm telling a lot of people, too, with those preparations, with those things in mind, that we've seen this team when they have a lack of preparations or a lack of preparedness or readiness on the offensive side. We tend to look stagnant. We tend to not look like we are ready for the fight. And if you throw any wrinkle in at this young guy by the name of Kelly Moore, his game set, his mindset will be, I'm trying to prepare for this interview, right? I'm trying to get this job that would deter him. And I know it's crash for me to say this because these guys are multimillionaires. I get what you guys are saying. But I said the same thing last year. I said, I want Kelly Moore to focus in only on the Cowboys for this playoff run because by the time he getting pulled this way for this interview and pulled that way for that interview, it throws off the consistent nature of the mind. 
He will be thinking in his mind that I got to prepare for this job interview and I'm going to stop preparing for the Niners. I got to prepare for this, for, for moving my family, my kids to, 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 to Dolphins land, right? I got to prepare to move to Minnesota. I got to prepare to move my mind to Denver. The Cowboys, you already got a levels of distractions. We don't need this down the line for somebody to stat pat their resume or to overemphasize on small things and not pay attention to, hey, we all got one vision, one goal, and that's to win the Super Bowl. But in order for us to get there, we got to be ready to beat such and such team in the playoffs. But your eyes get big when you see the prize that's in front of you. Your allegiance to greatness stands in the way. And I can tell you guys, that you may think that, no, nah, man, these guys are professionals. They ain't worried about this and that law. No, it's been going on for many of years. No, it's bull sugar. I think that the NFL don't need to have any interviews until after the Super Bowl. Until after the Super Bowl, then they can say, okay, we're going to pull this guy from this team to start looking for jobs. Or we're going to pull said guy from that team to look for jobs. But not when the postseason is going because of the fact that you will be misguided from thinking, all right, I'm all in. But now you start thinking, hey, I like the, the landscape in New York or I like the landscape in Minnesota, whoever team that will be looking for a head coaching opportunity. But a lot of you guys will say, nah, man, it ain't that deep in this series. Bull sugar, it is. It is. When I interviewed for my job, and I know for sure it's a nice, it's a nice salary job, I was thinking about a whole bunch of things. Oh, I can finally knock out this bill. I can start putting money toward the student loan. Oh, I can look at this type of house if I get this X amount of money. Oh, my kids can start going to this private school, right, when I get this. Didn't even got the job yet, but I was already putting things in my mind about how I'm going to utilize the resources that I get from said job to elevate myself. And when I got in calls and important other stuff, shoot, the phone lines can wait. You know, you think I was still, you think I was still thinking about, thank you for calling in to Comcast. My name is Law. No, I was thinking about my future. I was already seeing <laughs> Myself being elevated before I even got the job. At, at the end of the interview, they said, Law, can I ask you any other questions? I said, yes. When can I start? You know, <laughs> y'all know y'all the same way. And then mom called, baby, how do you do an interview? All that week. My brother's called and said, hey, man, I heard you had the interview. Did you get the job? Right? <laughs> I know that these guys are thinking the same thing. Man. Come on, y'all. <laughs> yes, indeed. I know y'all feeling the same. There's somebody waiting right now. They got a job interview Friday. <laughs> Friday of this week. And they probably working at a job that they like, okay, yeah, you got a nice job now, but this other job is going to be even better. Shoo. <laughs> I know y'all thinking about that job interview and already thinking about what you're going to do with that new one, right? 
<laughs> All right, neither here nor there. <clears throat> Let's open up this phone lines, man, so I can get y'all thoughts on that. But before, while I'm opening up this phone line, man, shout out to Boss Cowboy Sports, man. Y'all check out his page, man, and his content. Let me listen to this one more time. By a guy who's jealous that he's still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something in a question, I'm jealous. No. Yeah, I did well, what I, I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Oh, I got so three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? She said, so what? You are. I'm better than you. Man. You, 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 see what you do? You take personal shots. No. Watch how you take the glasses off, man. You would take a personal shot at me. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. What can tell him? Put them glasses back on. Oh, man. That, that's when I'd be like, man, you don't tell me what to do. I would have lost that job that day, man. They were like, hey, Lord, what happened to all about moving here and what you going to do with your family here? But I said, man, hey, man. Call my phone. Oh man, I'd have lost that job that day with Skip Bayless. Oh my god. I said, yeah, he won. He won. Shout out to you, Rich. Ricardo, appreciate you. Oh yeah, man. Y'all better jump in because I ain't gonna keep this phone line open all night, all day, man. I would have lost that job though. Ooh, Law man, I thought you got that good job on the Full Ladder Network. Yeah, man, but you know, I lost my mind, man, on national TV. Mama, Pookie, Ray Ray, I love y'all. I'll be back at the house, man. <laughs> we going live at any time we want to now on Law Nation Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Law, why you lost that job, man? Hey, man, I thought I was PC, man, but I wasn't, man. Uh, look, 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 that NTZ got on me, man. You know what I mean? And I didn't even play the National Football League. I can only imagine. What Skip Bayless, like five foot eight, 150 pounds, and, and Shea Sharp, man, got three-time Super Bowl gold jacket. Hey, he can go tooth for tooth, nail for nail, or 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 whatever with his stats and everything. But at this point, man, you don't have to disrespect me on national TV. No way, no way. I, and, and I think that Shea Sharp is a multi-millionaire, by the way. He can start. I think he's doing a great job on his own. Shoot, I'd have been off of that network. I'd have put, ooh, wait, he better than me. Bruce, man, you're live, man. Victory Monday, you're live. Talk to me. Victory Monday, man. The last things went wrong, but the right thing went right at the end. <laughs> right. Man, so, the yeah. end. right. Hey, I got something to say here. Uh, and you agree with me or disagree, or, or just tell me your thoughts here. Because I've been watching football now for 40 years, going back to, you know, back in my high school days. Mm -hmm. So, I played a little bit, watched a lot. Now, when a receiver catches the ball, unless he's falling out of bounds, if he falls and the body hits the ground and he has possession of the ball, that's a touch. I mean, that's that's a completion, ain't it? If he falls and wait a minute, so if the receiver receives the ball, right? And he's diving or he's falling. If he's diving or falling, he got to maintain possession of said ball all the way to the ground. To the ground. To the ground. It doesn't matter the where the feet are. It only matters that where the feet are is if your body falls out of bounds. Yeah, true that if the body falls out of bounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that went up to New York. I think they even asked the coach, you know, what happened there? He said, that was up to New York. 
Oh, are you you talking about you talking about the the Gallup touchdown, right? Exactly. Yeah, he he, yeah. he received. Now, what I've learned is that they took hit on a defenseless player out. It used to be hit on a defensive player because you got to allow that man to receive the ball and be defensive, right? So that was hit on a defensive player too. That's an automatic first down. Yeah. Yeah, but they, well, they, they it, it took that out. out in, <laughs> it worked out in the end. It did. Uh, you know, killing more, man. I don't know. Every game. I mean, look at this here. The first – the first, uh, the first plays are scripted. Am I right? Right. The first fifteen to seventeen plays, which we can't really fault the Cowboys on their opening series. They look really sharp, though. They, yeah, they did. They did. did. And then in the, in the two minute drill, that's mostly the quarterback making adjustments, calling the plays on the line of scrimmage, isn't it? Yeah, uh, on two minutes, more of a freestyle. Uh, we got a set of five to maybe six plays that they call under the two-minute drill. Is 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 pretty much uh, attack the middle to the out. Depending right. on how many uh, so timeouts you got. Wrong, Go ahead. So, so where the where the game went wrong is when Kellen Moore was sending in the plays. I think uh, Prescott got to have an on and off switch on his helmet, man. Just shut that motherfucker off you know <laughs> <laughs> no doubt man i appreciate you bruce man for calling in right. though appreciate you man i'm about to cowboy yes hey i indeed. sent you 10 bucks your paypal oh appreciate you, PayPal. you man you're a real one man yes indeed i appreciate that man they don't collect 30 percent when you send paypal or via cash app i appreciate that youtube take 30 percent from the other ones but i don't mind the youtube when y'all send it youtube way Donations are donations for the nations, and I really appreciate it. Uh, it. It costs me a lot of money, a money of coins to get out there to Oxnard. And and due to y'all support, uh, being independently is the way to go. Because uh, just like if I was out there on Oxnard under undisputed uh, <laughs> measures, and then somebody got to talk to me like Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith for Skip Bayless shoe. I'm glad I could talk the way I want to talk on this one. But Trey from the 901, you're live, Lady. Hey, 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 Victory Monday. Yes, indeed. <laughs> What's good with you, Lady? Okay. So let me first clear this out. I'm so glad you're the type of person you are, Loud. You really are a gentleman and a scholar. Because the type of people that comes into your podcast with this crap, we uh -huh. win on a Sunday and a Monday. Here come a stupid Eagle fan want to come and try to disrupt. You're afraid. I see this. You're afraid. Because, yes, the old Cowboy, the old Cowboy team, we would have lost that game last night. We would have lost it. Yeah. But yeah. here's the thing. When my quarterback figured out, like, okay, we see these folks kicking the you-know-what out of us. Right. I'm tired of this. We got two minutes to figure this out. So let me do this right here. So he did what he did to win that game. Yep. So anybody that's looking at my quarterback different, that's on y'all. I know he a, I know he a good one because the old one wouldn't have did this. The old team, mm. we would not have won this game at all. This a whole different team, y'all. And they saw them folks had a scheme for us. That's what Yo. it was. They had a scheme <laughs> it, for it, us. it was a good scheme, too. And for 18 times – 
We done cheered and celebrated a comeback victory from Rain yes. Dakota Prescott. He's only two yes. behind a guy that's going to have a gold jacket when he's hanging right. up, and that's that's Tom Brady. He's only two behind Tom. Two oh, come back, Tom. Come back so, victories. all these naysayers, you know, everybody want to jump on my quarterback. You know, he's throwing intercepts. But, okay, so yeah. let me rewind something for mm, y'all. Talk to Okay, him. so y'all forget about Patrick Mahone. Them. They won yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patrick Mahone threw three interceptions yesterday. Not oh. two, three. You ain't heard nobody say anything about this. You no, feel me? No. Okay, so only reason why they want to match up that so much because Jalen hasn't thrown one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We know Jalen, he, he in there. He in there for the running. Ain't nobody hating on Jalen. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. They got to come to the big D. And the big D waiting on them. Trust me. We waiting mm-hmm. on them. That's the game of the year. Everybody knows mm-hmm. So that's why everybody afraid. They constantly coming into your podcast, coming on here on a Monday morning after we win and sit up here and talk about some birds. Go sit down somewhere, honey, because we got you. Let me hear you say it, Trey. Let me hear you say it. How about them cowboys? Let's go, Law Nation. Let's go, let's go. She got me with that how. I love it, man. I love it. Yes, indeed. Uh, respect to Law Eagles fans ain't afraid of nothing. December 24th can't come fast enough. RPO coming your way. All right, I feel you, fam. I love it, baby. I love it. Ooh. Look, as I say this before, and I'm going to say it again, I got a brother that's a diehard Eagles fan. And I got a brother that's a diehard Niner fan. And that's just how it goes. So this ain't nothing new to me. You, you, you think that I'm going to stop talking the way I'm talking? You know, I've been talking this same talk since I came out of the triple darkness of the womb. I came out probably with this beard saying, go Cowboys. Like I said, as old and great as Jerry Jones is, I've been following this team before he bought the team. Yes. So, hey, let's go. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. We ain't folding up like a lawn chair. I can't stand y'all Eagles, and I can't stand them Niners. You know, you guys just know how it goes. It's Victory Monday, and I'm going to talk Donkey Kong side stuff, and it's going to happen, baby. That's just what it do. That's just what I bring to the table. My philosophy and my talkness is going to be really upon the ears of all of the Eagles fans that's here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Amir said, triple darkness. Okay, long. Yeah. <laughs> Came out of that thing. <laughs> Shout out to mom, baby. She know. She know. She said, baby, woo. I had a legend when you came out. Yes, indeed. I suppose. Look, hey. I was so I wasn't ready for this world. It took me a minute. They said I was supposed to be born in January, but my birthday is on February the second. I said, "Man, baby, I'm gonna stay into the triple darkness. I'm gonna come out when I'm ready." And that's why I came out on February the second, baby. Groundhog's Day, move out the way. Law Nation is here. It should be a national holiday for Law Nation, baby. Sports on February the second. That's my birthday, baby. Y'all write that down, baby. Let's go. I've waited in the womb. The, the due date says January. Uh, the, the initial due date was like January the 24th. I said, no, nah, I'm going to wait to February the 2nd, baby. 
Shout out to y'all, man. Lady Jessica, you live. Hello, 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 everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Good happy Victory Monday. Mm. Who house is this? Cowboy's house. I say, who house is this? Cowboy house. Already. So here it is, Victory Monday. And mm. I know I'm not seeing negativity in this chat. Get him. No. Y'all not up in this chat with all of this foolery. Uh-huh. Number one. All team is 10 and 3, not 3 and 10. Mm. All team did not choke. All team fought back and got won that game yesterday, 27 yeah. to 23. Yeah. Number two, Gallup caught that ball off, and mm. he was on, and that ball was not moving. Right. He, that ball only moved when he hit him. So that was automatically a touchdown. Big but they took it back. Mm-hmm. Because they was trying to help the Texans upset Dallas, but mm-hmm. it did not work. Dak mm-hmm. and Zeke, Zeke taught, Dak and Zeke made that plan. Zeke went under it in that in that end zone and got that touchdown. Twenty seven to twenty three. You people want us our team to score 50, 60, 40, 30 every game. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then here y'all is talking about the playoffs. It is three more games, two, three more games to play in the regular season. When we get to the playoffs, we'll worry about that at that mm-hmm. time. Right now, it's about winning each game one at a time. We need to focus on these Jags. We need to be cheering our boys on to get it together and let's go with these Jags. Ain't nobody got time for the She-Girls. The She-Girls will hear from Dallas when it's their time. So right now, they need to get quiet and shut up. We don't care about your team. You 12 and 1, because your team 12 and 1 don't mean you're going to the Super Bowl. Your team may be 12 and 1. Your team may be in first place. Dallas is second seed. Tied for second seed, but yet y'all sitting up here complaining? Mm. They not third. They not in the hunt. They are second seed, but yet all you can talk about, oh, they missed up. So what? Dallas wasn't the only one that messed up and won yesterday. It was other teams that had mistakes, and they still won. But yet, here you go, want to get mad because they did not score high on the Texans like we wanted them to, like we thought. Just like somebody said the other day, y'all fans complain because they don't score high. But yet, when they win, all you want to talk about is what mistakes they made instead of saying what they clean up and what they did to win the game. They effort. They did not slack on their effort. They fought in their effort, and they won. So you should be happy, and you should be proud of your team, but yet you want to sit here and be a clown fan and trash your team in front of other fake other fans Base they come up in here and trash out to you supposed to be defending your team, not downing them. Yes, indeed. Let me hear you say it, lady. How about them cowboys? And let's go with these boy i got darius i got brandon i got swayze all right so man so far man look these calls hallelujah appreciate her you know what i'm saying objectively speaking cowboy nation let fans speak on victory monday now tuesday then y- y'all can be uh, a little bit more 
less less optimistic but for right now baby she was delivering some stuff man all right darius man from the 214 man talk to me man law i, I apologize in advance man <laughs> i hate calling in while i'm at work i already feel yeah uh, I, I truly apologize and if i go over time let me know go ahead go go ahead go ahead go ahead man go ahead go get get, get it in man get in on this man <laughs> I just, I just, I just got two points. So, point number one is, um, I don't know if anybody already said it, but you had posed the question of why do we run the ball? Don't just run the ball just to run the ball, but you asked the question yeah. like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Why do you run the ball? And I'm gonna answer the question. And the reason why you run the ball is, it's a, it's a few, it's a few reasons. But number one, um, you do it to impose your will on the other team. Right. Uh, you, you can do it to, you can do it to set a tone. You can do it to, um. To make a statement, and yeah. the real reason why you do it is to set up the pass. <clears throat> and so Yo. the 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 main thing is with some of these. I see, and and I, I noticed you're a numbers guy, and mm -hmm. I noticed the 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 run pass ratio was like thirty to thirty nine. So uh, you can fact check me on that. Too, uh, I think I'm not too far off on this. Uh, but um, right on the, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But. My main thing is, I think the reason, and, and everybody kind of got the formula out on that, is that if you uh, hold your horses, Lady Jessica, I'm not coming at that. I'm just keeping the 100. <laughs> and I keep 100, man, sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the formula on that is, uh, like, big game James say 30 for 30. But I kind of feel like the game could be possibly dictating that. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let, 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 let me slide in on this. I know you're at work. All right, so, yeah, yeah. they threw the ball for 39 times. Uh, Dak Prescott ran – well, the team ran for 31 times. All right, so I get yeah. a little reverb on on there, man. I'll get a little echo. But here's, here's my thoughts on this, Darius. Yeah. They had a series where they wanted to solidify the quota. Remember, you said you I run. Was just about to you you, you, I was you just run. About to oh, oh, I took your word. I took some of that heat from you. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go in it. Go in it, though. Come on, talk, talk heavy. Talk when heavy. when yeah. you run the ball, there should be a reason or a finite reason why you're running the ball to set up the pass. I look at Dak Prescott as a play action quarterback, not a guy that throws the ball around to open up the run. There are cases and scenarios that you can utilize your arm to open up the run game. How? Because you can start hitting balls in the flats, hitting balls in the uh, in the intermediate areas, but we don't have that style of offense. That's normally what the West Coast offense exhibit, right? We don't run a West Coast. We run more of a vertical spread type of offense with long routes. So that's why it's so important for the Cowboys to run to open up the pass. But they looked at their stat sheet and said, man, we're going to get crucified if we end this game and not giving the necessary touches to Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. And that's why they ran the ball without concept. But go ahead. Yeah, exactly. You you beat me to it. And that's that's my, that's my the point that I was going to make is just don't, don't – I feel like, you know, people get hung up on that, that formula, but, like, it has to be a reason for why sometimes if a team is you, – you say that I love it on that point. I'm going to get to the second point. The second point is yeah. what I noticed What I noticed they was doing with Micah to neutralize Micah is that they make him have to think. 
second and third guess himself. They'll hit him with a bunch of RPOs, read options, screen passes to where the lion is not able to hunt. Yeah. What is your what is your analysis on that? Because that's what I'm seeing how they how they how they treating uh, Michael Parsons and how they neutralizing him. They they looked at the tape and they said, "We got to contain the beast." And if we have just Davis Mills out here, we'll be a sitting duck. We got to press it. They put Jeff Driscoll out there. And think about it. I was saying in the game live play-by-play, they are setting up a play-action play out of Jeff Jeff Driscoll, whatever his name is. And they did just that because, you know, we're crashing down trying to start the RPO game. And Jeff hit that long pass down the, uh, down the edge there for a touchdown. So teams are trying to neutralize the Cowboys' speed with tunnel screens, quick screens, quick passing, using their passing ability as the run game. And the Cowboys have yet to figure that part out. And that's the problem down the stretch because you got teams that can run off of those looks and the Eagles are pretty phenomenal at those tunnel screens, bubble screens. One could argue that that's all with Jalen Hurts throw. He's throw those short ones to hit you up with a long one. And if you look at the Niners game with Purdy, that's what they did the other day. They got guys with those quick string tunnel screens that would eat you alive. That's good. You're a good call, Darius. I gotta let you go. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. That, that's it. Much love, man. Appreciate you. Let me hear you say it, man, before you get out of here, man. Let you know it's happening. Oh, oh, crap! Oh, man, he ran into something. <laughs> there he is, man. Hey, man. I don't know if you can get workers' comp on that, man. But hey, man, appreciate you, man. <laughs> Hey, when you when they figure out what they rewind the tape, they say, "Well, Darius, man, we saw that you was on the phone, man." <laughs> I hope all is well, man. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are oh my gosh, man! Hey, man, we 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 rewind the tape, Darius. You was talking to somebody. It sounds like Law Nation. We follow his channel, and it appears that you ran over something at this time and at this time frame. Therefore, we ain't gonna be able to give you workers' comp, man. We 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 heard you on Law Nation Sports, man. <laughs> I hope he's okay, man. Darius, call back in, man. All right, man. I got my dog, man, for the eight one five, Brandon, man. I hope you're not at work like Darius, man. <laughs> Man, man, look, Darius, that's Law Nation Sports if you've been here the first time. Please send that in, boy. <laughs> but, um, golly, um, I want to I wanna do this quickly because I want to try to get everything I, I – because you, 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 you had me chuckling um, earlier. So, um, it's, against, it's against Cowboy Code to talk about Dak Prescott from, from Dak fans. But – Calvin Joseph, we can talk about Calvin Joseph. We can talk about um, um, Noah Brown. Josh Ball, yeah. We can say, we, we can say I even heard Law Nation say, hey, Mike McCarthy probably got paid under the table for their Packers game. Yo, I did I say heard, that. <laughs> I heard Law Nation say, Go ahead, man. man, Kelly Moore is over here drawing up plays with Crayola. I'm like, dang, why you do that? The man said LVE is should not be on the team. Anthony Brown should be on the bench. 
Yeah. It's okay to say all of those guys are trash, and we Cowboy fans because we're saying they're trash. But if you dare, you dare talk about Dak Prescott, turn in your fandom in, in two years when the Cowboys don't re-sign him, then you can come back. It's <laughs> like... Okay. It is so, Hold on, Brandon. God, dog, like no, boy, you taking you taking all my firepower, and I'm trying to write in my in my brain how I'm gonna come back. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You on fire yeah, right yeah, now, God, dog. <laughs> take your take your time. All right. Look, you such a cowboy fan. You, I'm talking about Law is the biggest cowboy fan. He he's such a cowboy fan that Dalton Schultz blocked him because he was, I guess, Dalton Schultz felt disrespected, yeah. but. It's okay because we didn't disrespect that Prescott. We just disrespect other players, other coaches, and it's okay. But you don't have to turn in your fandom. Just turn in your fandom card when you're talking about Dak Prescott. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm not even going to talk about Dak Prescott. I'm going to talk about Kirk Cousins' twin brother. So Kirk Cousins' twin brother, and if you don't know who Kirk Cousins' twin brother is, just ask Law Nation. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins' twin brother just beat the one eleven and one Texans. At the end of the day, they only ask you: Did you win? Did you lose? Mm-hmm. That Prescott won. But let's but let's get in depth though. Let's get in depth. You said, "Oh, that was a good game winning drive." Okay, last caller said. Law Nation is a numbers guy. I was like, yeah, dang. Law Nation is a numbers guy. He's a great number guy. I got a number for you, Law. Okay, go ahead. One and, one and four. In reality, Kirk Cousins' twin brother is one and three. But, no, it, it, technically, Kirk Cousins' twin brother is one and three. In reality, Kirk Cousins' twin brother is one and four. Because I remember something. We had a game. You win and you get in against the Philadelphia Sheagles. So mm-hmm. we're playing the games tight, nip, tuck, Dak Crest. I mean, Kirk Cousins, twin brother, dinking and dacking everywhere over the field. They take Amari Cooper out the game because they said either Amari Cooper was um, pounding or he was half-hard running routes. That's what Jason Garrett said. So you know what Jason Garrett did? He put in um 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 Austin um um Tavon Austin. Right, big Tavon Tay. Austin run. Tavon Austin runs his route. Guess what the Kirk Cousins twin brother did? He missed him. So I asked this question: Why was this um um fourth quarter artistry comeback the top? the top five, the greatest to ever do it, where was that at when, at that point? It, he, it, it just, Kirk Cousins' twin brother is who he is. I, I said all that to say this. Go ahead. We, you're not a Cowboy fan if, if, if you talk about Kirk Cousins' twin brother. But mm-hmm. you are huge, we, we all are huge Cowboy fans, and we can talk about everybody else. When when we do, when we got good play touchdowns, oh look at that! Look at Kirk Cousins' twin brother; he's doing so well. When we throw interceptions into triple coverage, man, Kellen Moore, what is he doing? He's terrible. He's drawing up 
Crayola. All right. So are you finished? Are you done? Are you done with all of your analysis of what I had to say? Because I said what I said. You know what I mean? But I I appreciate the love and adulations, by the way. But you talking about that game that Dak Prescott was coming off of a shoulder shoulder injury, right? In that game. uh, They did have five drops in that game. And excuse me, that was 2019 versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I would give you that the Dak Prescott didn't stand tall in that game. But by the way, that was also in that game, Tony Pollard, that was inserted in that game who gave up a fumble at the 20-yard line. Was that correct? Did he fumble that ball, play basketball like a football? And at that time, that was the year that they paid Ezekiel Elijah Elliott, who was the number one pick in 2016, who tapped upon his helmet. Right. To 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 get out of that game. But I guarantee you that was also Dak Prescott fault for Tony Pollard being inserted in on a cold day to be in that play, to fumble that ball, to give the ball back to the Eagles. But that's the story of another day. Also, if we contextualize 2019, that if we really want to comb through what Dak Prescott did and didn't do of just winning one game to get into the playoffs. Excuse me. We did finish 8-8 eight and eight in that season. I did see that after the game against the Patriots, two back-to-back phantom calls that never was called in the history of the NFL, of they talking about Zach Martin. Tripping calls who never got called before. They called twice. That took away two big plays. And let me go a little further. In that New Orleans Saints game, we win that game. We win that game. We're in the playoff, right? Oh, in the New Orleans Saints game. I love 2019, the 8-8 and Jason Garrett, because I don't think if we we make it to the playoff, we would still have Jason Garrett to this day. But that's the story of another day. I recall against the Saints, never in their history, Never in the history of the NFL, the NFL been around for a long time, ladies and gentlemen, and I know that this sounds like a bevies of excuses. Never in the history that a wide receiver got called for offensive pass interference twice in one game, and that happened. And also the elbow of Ezekiel Elliott was on the ground. There's a hole still somewhere in New Orleans that his elbow was in the ground, and they said that Ezekiel Elliott fumbled the, fumbled the ball. So these are yep. the scrutinies that the Cowboys must endure. We don't play just against the opposing team. We play against the aficionados. And on top of that, if you want to say that to the levels that Anthony Brown ever played to the levels of Dak Prescott, I will give you that. If you want to say to the levels that LVE ever played to the levels of Dak Prescott, I will give you that. But excuse me, we are taking the levels of Dak Prescott, who's lit. Ri- Really, far as a numeral base, is playing at the levels of a top five quarterback. And we going to say that he's the reason why we lose, but we can't talk about the levels of the scrutiny that the LVE and Anthony Brown or Josh Ball or anybody else on this team, I don't think that they are playing at the levels at any time of their career as being a top 15 or a top 10 or top five respectfully said, let me know where 
Anthony Brown been one of those guys that made game changes. Let me know of the pick six that he scored that way that, that he was the reason why, or LVA or Josh Ball or whoever else we talk about juxtaposed to Rain Dakota Prescott because everybody got Rain Dakota Prescott name in their mouths. Okay, can I quick rebuttal? Quick rebuttal. Go ahead. Now, I'm going to say this. Um, Anthony Brown has had good seasons. LVE has had um, that 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 year with him and Jalen. I don't know if he was all pro, but he, it was one. It, of the it was his rookie year, back. 2018. By the way, right. So I won't I won't refute. They have not played as well as Dash Prescott. But this is this is my my rebuttal to what you just said. You love you love throwing up well. Aaron Rodgers lost, uh, Patrick Mahomes lost, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Tom Brady lost. Which one of those quarterbacks have Dak played at, at Dak Prescott's best? Has he been as good as any one of those quarterbacks? And you love to compare him to them. So, again, with the hypocrisy. Well, hold on, hold on. Is, Dak Prescott rookie year. If you look up their numbers comparable to Aaron Rodgers in that doggone playoff game. It scares me. It was just that all all of a sudden you looked at that rookie quarterback and his numbers are very comparable to Aaron Rodgers in that playoff game. Now, Aaron Rodgers did win that playoff game. I ain't going to discount him that on that. But last year, his QBR was lower against the same team that we played, a 49ers, than what Dak Prescott exhibited. Was that yes or no? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Yes or no? Didn't Aaron Rodgers have a Devontae Adams over there? Didn't Aaron Rodgers have a top five running back over there? Didn't Aaron Rodgers have a top three defense last year? Did he have a top three defense? Law yes or no? Goal Wait a minute, what goal Law post? That was last year. We played against the same team. We lost against Law, the same team in Law, the playoffs. Law actually have, have Anthony Brown, LVE, or any of these players that we don't like had a, a season comparable to Dak Prescott's never, best never, season. Never, never, My question to Law was, has Dak had a season compared to Pat Mahomes, Super Bowl champion? Tom Brady, Super Bowl champion. Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl champion. All three which quarterbacks you love to compare. Hold on, hold on, hold that note, hold that note right there because I got you right now. Pat Mahomes, let me see, let me pull up Pat Mahomes last season. Pat Mahomes, and let me pull up Pat Mahomes last season. And I think that those boys threw the same amount of touchdowns. All right, Pat Mahomes threw for 4,839 yards, right, for 37 touchdowns to 13 interceptions last season. Is that correct? Can With you the see that? Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me pull up Rain Dakota Prescott. And you talking about comparisons and analysis. And I can tell you, I can tell you right here, that Dak Prescott threw for 4,000, hold on, 4,449 yards, 37 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. Are those in the same wheelhouse? But are there an imaginary line that I'm moving? Or is there a goalpost that I'm picking up and I'm moving back? Who is the other guy that you said? Let me pull up Aaron Rodgers, by the way, for last season. And if you want to talk about comparisons and analysis of those games and those guys that played the same game, and I promise you, let's go to this year of 2021. Oh, 4,415 yards, 37 touchdowns. Oh, now out of that grouping, 
I will give you this. Aaron Rodgers only had four INTs juxtaposed to Dak Prescott 10 and juxtaposed to Pat Mahomes 13. So clear and clear, Aaron Rodgers was a dog that year. But last I checked, all three quarterbacks were sitting on the sidelines watching the Super Bowl and was not playing in the Super Bowl. And last I checked, that Prescott couldn't even couldn't couldn't get the team to. He, he was running out of time. He, and and, and he scored more I'll, touchdowns I'll against that same team that Aaron Rodgers couldn't score. How many touchdowns did Aaron Rodgers scored in that last touch in that last playoff game? <laughs> hey, you he didn't throw anything in the NFC Championship game, but in the in the first in the wild card game, I seen Dak Prescott. He had me, he had me punching air again. I'm punching air in the room. My wife's like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "We lost because Dak Prescott was terrible." And she was like, "You need to stop acting like that, just again." That's what I got to hear every time I, I'm. My, this is my only point. Can we quit the, 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 the hypocrisy of, oh, if you don't like that, you're a Cowboy fan, but we can, we can critique every other player. That's all I'm saying. Hey, I, I, I feel you, fam. I feel you, fam. But the goalpost was more picked up and moved by you, juxtaposed to what I just did, oh, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Name me, name me, the D, name me the best DB last year in the National Football League. Uh, and, and how far apart that DB is from Anthony Brown, let me know. Name me the best Man, linebacker uh, last year, and let me know how far apart that linebacker is from LVE. Come on, man. This is child's play, fam. I appreciate you for calling in, Brandon. But, man, look, look, if there was a siren of, of a funeral going on right now, it would have your name tuned into it, man. But, man, I appreciate you, fam. I love you, man. Come on, man. Let me let me hear you say it, man. How about them Cowboys on this Victory Monday, man? Come on, man. <laughs> hey, how about those Cowboys that Chris got beat that one in 11 Houston, Texas? I'll take this one, man. Texiana, she had a good meal last night, baby. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord Jesus, boy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, uh, let me let my guy Swayze in. Where's Swayze? Where you at? Swayze. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. Let me let my guy VIP in, man. You you in the VIP room? Talk to me, man. Law, law. Hold on. I, I'm still I'm still moving Texiana's weave from out of my from out of my room. She done ordered room service all night. Look, look, law. Let me let me woosaw real quick, law. Because I want this. Is all I want for Christmas, law. I need you to line Brandon and Skip Bayless up in a god doggone. Um, what are they celebrity matches? That's all I want. All I want for Christmas is Brandon and Skip Bayless in a ring. I want them both at once. These are the type of dudes that 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 have been eating only because they're on internet. They yeah. they can't be held accountable. If I was Shay Sharp, he would have got chin checked right on air, and they would have said, "Oh, oh, oh, he will Smith them." No. If you start spitting these things and spewing these things out your mouth, you have to be held accountable, bruh. Brandon, look, I'm telling you, Brandon, I'm that, look, man, I ain't a killer, but don't push me, bruh. You have, you have provoked my inner <laughs> self, bruh. I'm trying to be nice with you, bruh. But cut it out. Leave my quarterback's name out your mouth. 
He went seven for seven, 98 yard drive. And you, he didn't, he went for a drive. He took out his doctorate, his DR, and he started sculpting. He had his little scalpel. You know how they give it to you? Like, hand me the scalp. Yeah. He started his surgery night. He surgically went down the field. And you got the nerve. You got the audacity. You don't have the cojones. Because if I ever see you, I'm, a, I'm telling you, bro. Wait, wait, wait. wait We're going to sit wait, down wait, and have yeah, me, you, good. Yeah, and family Tatiana. conversation. Yeah, family conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to have a family conversation. And hopefully you don't have to meet these hands. You know, I'm going to pray for you Wait a minute. No, 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 VIP. No, 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 man. Look, 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 Brandon. Brandon, man, we, we like Brandon, man. We we ain't, we ain't trying to fight the man, you know. I, no, look, no, oh, no, ain't no, no, fight. no, 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 no. We're going to have a conversation no, like we love folks, him. man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you got for this victory, man? Come on, man. <laughs> All right, let let me get to my victory because he because they trying to throw shade on my victory. Let me throw some love yeah. to my boy Tank. Tank was the MVP of the game. If if you don't know, I watched the game like five times. Right, Curse oh, wow. is our vocal. He is our vocal leader right now. He is Michael Irvin of the team. Watch Curse. Curse is in everybody's ear. And he's in everybody's vibes. That's why he's got that green dot. Mm-hmm. So when Tank made that play, watch him after that. Curse went up to him and said, "Bro, you saved us." Right. But what he what, what Tank did, he had confidence in number four. He had confidence in our quarterback that if we give you a ball there, you're going to go down and score. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the confidence I need in our our fan base. Stop tearing down our team. We're like, we're the only fan base that do this. I don't understand. Mm, we do, man. We, we, we tear down. And what I need from our OC, the Virgin, like, and that's why I didn't want that 50 burger. He started, you know, he, he started feeling himself. You know, the he started, the pubic started coming out, and he thought he put up the 50 burger. Mm. We got to get back to what you said. Not, not, Showing love. I don't look across the street to show nobody love, but I do see what the 49ers are doing. And they have what you said is a philosophy. And what they have that we don't have is to stick to their philosophy. No matter what goes on in the game, they stick to their philosophy. And what people don't give credit to that last game, my uncle Lovey was on the other end of that field. Respect that man. Yeah, you got to respect that man. Uncle Lovey was one of the best defensive coordinators in this league. No doubt, man. Shoot, he was on it. He was on it, man. Hey, hey, man, look, continue to take you and Texiana, man. Y'all y'all have a great time, VIP, man. Continue to show around the family. Yeah, we ran it to to Kotisha. You know Kotisha. That's what what the Eagles, they were throwing her up in the crowd. He stood up on the stands. He well, stood up on the bench and was waving Kotisha. Like, yeah, me and Kotisha going out, but nobody said anything about that. Well, 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 well we just hope that Jaggy Alicia. <laughs> I got to come up with a name with Jaggy. <laughs> we, we, just, we just try to see if you can get, go take Jaggy Alicia out next week, man. I yeah. appreciate you for calling in, fam. Let me hear you say it, though, fam. <laughs> you already know how about them cowboys. I ain't a killer, but don't push me, Brandon. Yes. <laughs> you got <laughs>
<laughs> Revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting Toxiana, baby. <laughs> that dog, man. Y'all try to get me counseled over here. Y'all know NFL don't condone this stuff. The YouTube community don't condone this type of stuff. Let me see what James Slater had to say, man. Shout out to the lovely James Slater, y'all. Over OBJ, got a little tip today. Keep your eyes on T.Y. Hilton. That's all I'll say. Cowboy fans that were sad over OBJ, got a little tip today. Keep your eyes on T.Y. Hilton. That's all I'll say. That's all she gonna say. All right, so murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton. Shout out to Pat McAfee, man. He the one leaked the news uh, like during the offseason. And I got some footages and film of T.Y. Hilton on how he would be able to help out this particular team if healthy. Now, I would tell y'all, beautiful people that's watching right now, can T.Y. be better than James Washington? Y'all let me know. And can T.Y. Hilton be better than Jalen Tobert? Can he be more consistent than Anora Brown? Can he be more consistent out of, out of what we've seen out of Michael Gallup? Let me know in the chat. But let me hear this one more time. Cowboy fans that were sad over OBJ got a little tip today. Keep your eyes on T.Y. Hilton. That's all I'll say. That's all she going to say, man. <laughs> oh my God, Jay Lombardi says, uh, you know, T.Y. is a broken wide receiver. And Jay, Jay, my dog, could he be better as a broken wide receiver than James Washington, right? <laughs> All right, man, I got my guy, Coach AJ, man. You live. The conference has been locked. What up, man? I thought Brandon was going uh, <laughs> Hey, man, I, I can't go behind Brandon. Now that when Brandon go, I'll just hang up. Mm. That dude gets your blood pressure going. Yes, he moved man. that goalpost so many times, I thought you were playing putt-putt. <laughs> This man sit there and said one thing, and then the next moment he goes, well, that don't count. Brandon, you counting votes or you counting your wish? Man. We're not little kids, man. I mean, look, it was a good game. The Texans played their butt off. They did. They we did. act like they got beat by 40 points against the Eagles. Yeah. They took the Eagles down, too. I mean, yeah. they didn't lose to them. They didn't blow them out. Oh, 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 oh. on top I mean, of that, they didn't have the game plan. I'm quite sure if the Texans have the game plan by utilizing two quarterbacks, and if they had oh, yeah. the ability to utilize the game plan after they seen what Washington did to the Eagles, I'm quite sure that they would have figured out better game planning. But it's all it's a week to week league, like you say, man. You know, my biggest fear with the Cowboy fans is we can't never move on. We stay in the past on everything you do wrong mm. because we don't want to pay you. We want you to put on the uniform, shut up, and pay us to wear the uniform. Uh -huh. It don't work that way. It don't. These are it professional don't. athletes. And I last checked, I, I think I would take the left tackle, dude. Uh, Larry Tonsil, yeah. Pretty <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, he bumped down only because he was smoking. I mm. mean, 
now they don't even test for smoking. Yeah. So, I mean, we act, we act like we're playing bums on the other side. I last checked, Indianapolis only lost by one, and it took a hell of a couple of plays to beat mm. Indianapolis. Yeah, it took them. I last checked, I mean, Denver got three interceptions off. Uh, I do think everybody thinks Patrick Mahomes is on another level, but he threw three interceptions. You mm. think Kansas City saying, no, nah, let's get rid of him. Mm. No, you don't. But also, our receivers, I don't know if I know another team that the ball hit them in the chest so many times. That, that, like that, look, look, the ball hit him in the chest, and it became the quarterback fault. And, and my whole analysis, my whole analysis on this right here, Chief, is when he mentioned Anthony Brown, the the, the quarterback, not the quarterback, but the LVEs of the world. What I'm saying is that it's not like we are talking about Anthony Brown being mentioned as the top ten DB in the National Football League, right? And we got to sit no, back week to week and defending him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the same I mean, thing with LVE and other players. I hope that you guys got what I was saying about that portions of it. But go ahead. But the bottom line is, okay, let's start off. We threw a ball to a dude that we picked up this offseason and said he was going to save our crew, our, our wide receiver unity. Right. Well, it hit him right in the chest, and he got hit, and we never saw him again. Yeah. Schultz got hit right in the chest. He should have scored a touchdown. Yeah, I remember. Instead, we didn't get nothing out of that. Yeah. I mean, you have to deduct yourself. Yes. Mm. Okay, Dak threw an interception that went off our receiver's chest into number one. Uh, Yeah, I do think there will be some people saying this is rigged and stacked. When you hear people saying before the game, this is going to happen. Mm. But we can't keep bouncing the ball up in there. Bad things do happen. And you can't put ball in a contested game. He's going to get blown up. And he did. No doubt, Coach. Man, I appreciate you for calling in, man. Man, you're going to get used. (laughs) But I appreciate you, man. You're going to get used. You're going to get abused. (laughs) I don't don't care who you are. If you're playing in the NFL and I bring you off the bench, there's a reason why you were on the bench. No doubt. Now, Dak Prescott was on the bench. He jumped over. Kellen Moore to be this team's quarterback for six, seven years. Hey, we did bring Dalton, uh, the quarterback from Cincinnati, to be our uh, savior. And look, he's in New Orleans now. What has hmm. he done? Man, ain't ain't doing what nothing, you? man. I appreciate you, Coach, man. Uh, thank hey, you for man, calling in. have a beautiful day. Yeah. And, and, and don't, don't have my boy – Brandon get beat up, man. Please man, come don't. on, man. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all don't put a finger on the man. I feel, I feel y'all. But yeah, yeah appreciate you, coach. Yeah, don't shank the man. man.
Yes, indeed. All right, y'all. All right, we're going to run through all of these calls, man. We got like 15 people in the house, and I promise y'all, if y'all hang tight, man, y'all going to get y'all a point across. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to activate the clock game, and then when y'all see the clock game, it goes like this. After this uh, time clips here, then uh, we got you got to at least get your point out uh, before that time frame. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's get it from the 409. What's on your mind? Dang, like you done put the time on me, man. man Brandon made ahead. me have to think of something else to say, man. <laughs> but go ahead, get it out, man. I about that because Brandon said something. Now I, I, I got to talk about that. Go ahead. But, no, nah, I just want to tell Brandon, man, the quarterback got to pay his dues. You know what I'm saying? That got to pay his dues. Everybody yeah. look at Peyton Manning like he was great because he was great. But Ty Law used to have a field day on that board in the playoffs. Man, hello. Hello. Ty Law get three picks every game in the playoffs. You know what say? Peyton Manning was – you know what I'm saying? A bad quarterback in the playoffs. They forget about them games when he first used to get demolished by the Patriots in the playoffs. But he's still a great quarterback. You know what I'm saying? No doubt, man. Sure. But what I really wanted to talk, I really wanted to talk about is that bulletin board work that uh the Texans had because they got disrespected, man. They, they already had us to win by 17. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. That's the bulletin board work. You know they calling their mamas. Tell them they about to play daddies. They like, baby, I hope you do good, but you ain't going to be my cowboy because that's my team. That's mm. bulletin board work. Man, this is the Texans' biggest game. This was our sorriest game. I, I wasn't even that up for this game. You know no doubt, saying? man. But let me hear one more thing, man, before I let you roll, fam. Man, Cowboy Nation, stand up, man. This was a good Good hard fight win. <laughs> good job, bro, man. All right, bulletin board material, man. Hey, that's a good observation there. Didn't even think about that. These guys are professional athletes, and when they see that Vegas had shoot the Cowboys winning by 17 points, the reality check hit in. And if I know anything, shoot. These boys, they, look, I'm quite sure that Jalen Petrie was thinking that, man, I'm better than any DB on the Cowboys. Shoot, watch. I'm going to show them what they're missing. And I already know his people were like, shoot, like Kamika and all of them. Shoot, when he was talking about we playing the Cowboys, can you give me some tickets so I can see my team play? Who your team, mama? Yeah, the Cowboys. Oh, you, you that's how you going to feel. That's how these boys work. And Jalen Petrie, no one to sneeze at. Harris, oh, my God, man. Roll Tide, he ain't no one to sneeze at. Those boys are ready to play against those Cowboys. Now, next week, the Jags, man, we going on the road. I just don't want Vegas to give them bulletin board material, too. <laughs> I need to figure out what Vegas got them boys under, man. All right, uh, 1992, you live, fam. What's up, Law Nation? What's up, Law? Man, oh, hey, man. all Cowboys report to Brandon House. <laughs> <laughs> all Cowboys. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. man. Yeah. I'm going to say this, man. I'm going to start off with Troy Aikman, Tony Banks, Randall Cunningham, Anthony Wright, Clint Sterner, mm-hmm. uh, who else? Drew Bressel, who was uh, Chad Hutchinson. You get the point. What I'm trying to say is all them Cowboy fans, if you was a real Cowboy fan, you saw those sorry quarterbacks we had. You know, they I mean, they still were Cowboys, but they were, we, were, we, we, we weren't even complaining back then about what we got right now. Tony Romo was a blessing, and that that Prescott is a blessing. So be grateful for what we, for what we got, man. Be grateful for what we got. Cause we could, I remember those years after the Super Bowl years, okay? So just be grateful. Stop complaining. You know, be being, okay? That, that's all mm-hmm. I got to say. And how about them Cowboys? 
All day, man. Appreciate you, fam. Man. How about him, baby? That's a good call from him, man. Objectively speaking about the uh, quarterbacks of the past. Now, um, I mean, quarterbacks are hard to come by, y'all. It's hard to come by quarterbacks, man. That's why we rejoiced at what Cooper Rush was able to do for us, right, for those uh, winning those four out of five games. And the time that we lost, the three games that we lost, I promise you, Go look this up. The three games that we lost, Ezekiel Elliott didn't have 16 or more carries. I already did my homework. Shortcut to that, right? So what I'm going to tell you guys, that the three games we lost, one of the games Zeke didn't even play. Right? Green Bay game, he didn't play. We're undefeated, ladies and gentlemen. We're 17-0 and 0, dating back to last year of what this team need to do. Run the ball. Look, people made it about Dak Prescott versus everybody, right? Even Dak Prescott, I'm banging the table until it shatters over here. I want him anywhere between 24 and 27, right? I think people misconstrue what I say when I talk about Dak Prescott. They think that it's only rainbows and sunshines. No, I chastised the brother just as much as anybody else, just as much as I did with Anthony Brown, just as much as I did with LVE. But those guys in their respective position is not playing up to the caliber of what we see out of Dak Prescott. They're not. That's what, that was the angle that I took with Brandon. They're not. They're not. As much as we can say this and that, the formula is there. And the Cowboys, we got a guy that's calling plays with Crayolas, man. You know? We heard what Teddy Bruschi said. We heard what Michael Irvin said. We heard what the other guys with the gold jacket, Troy Aikman, had to say about the offensive coordinator. I want you guys to understand that. Mary Lon from the 214, you're live. Hey, Law. What's going on with you? Hey, Nation. <laughs> oh, you got a time on it now. I had so much to say, but I'm going to try to fit what I can fit in. First, right. I want to say kudos to you. We really appreciate everything you do, Law. Appreciate it. Appreciate and it. And then I want to say, Let's talk about the game yesterday. Vinny mm -hmm. and Pollock started out the game, and they were stampeded all over Houston yesterday. Yeah. That is the philosophy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Balance. Then Tarpin was the domino effect. Yeah. He started it. He started the domino effect. I don't know what's going on with Turpin because the last two or three games, he is not running that ball back. He will not run. Mm -hmm. And yesterday it was like he was scared. I don't know what's going on with him, but they, they got to check him. They got to check him. Yeah. And, y'all, we got to stop blaming Jack for everything. Because if y'all was looking at the same game I was looking at yesterday, the defense was letting Houston run and throw all on them yesterday. They was no letting Houston run and... And in the last two minutes, uh -huh. I was going to say, the defense stood up and did what they needed to do, and Dak stood up and did what he needed to do. 
Of course, we all know that need to cut down on these interceptions. We no, not, no. No. Appreciate you so much, Marilyn. I, I thank you so much. He do need to cut down on that. And, and you yeah, got some great points. It's not his fault. Yes, Let's indeed. Let's be real. Yes, indeed. I appreciate Ray, you. His name is Ray Dakota Prescott. No doubt. Not, 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 not Kirk Cousins' twin. I feel you. Appreciate you, Mary Long. Appreciate you, man. Good call from her, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. When we win the Super Bowl, man, I, I, look, we, we going to win it, man. I just feel that somehow we're going to win it, baby. And, man, uh, the, the first person I'm going to think of are, are, are the uh, people that gave this quarterback a lot of flat. You know, a lot of, a, a lot of heat. It, it's good. It's good. Because I, I, I recall the, the previous quarterback to lift up the Lombardi Trophy with the silver and blue. It was the same thing. So at least people are consistent. All right. Uh, Port Dexter, my dog, you're live. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. We played the Texans and kicked they behind. Victory today is mine. Man, I don't know what all this doom and gloom, all this <laughs> stupid talk about Dak and all this stuff, man. Look, four in a row. I don't. I, I think uh, you know that that saying. You can't see the forest for the trees. Right. And I think that is happening. When we look at this game, man, the Texans they came out with intensity, with fire. They had been disrespected. You know, uh, y'all gonna lose by 17 points. Dallas just put up a 50 burger. Man, these boys got pride. Every football player that steps on the field, you don't care about what uniform they wear. These are men with pride. These dudes play. But one thing that Dallas did that they haven't been doing, they stuck with the process the whole game. They never wavered. Uh, they had a shot of uh, Dak and uh, Kelly Moore on the sidelines sitting next to each other looking at our pass like, yo, man, we got to find out where these windows at. We got to find out what we can do, how we decipher this thing. That last drive, man, the windows that was that was that was real tight, they got real open. You seen you seen um, Dalton Schultz miss one in his chest, but he was going up grabbing everything. The yes, defense, they got an interception inside the ten yard line. They like, man, look, we didn't we didn't got we didn't we didn't got beat up by this team this whole game, but they are not going to win this game we are going to make a stand we are going to win this game no doubt so Paul Dexter man so what else you got man before I let stuff. you go what, I, what else you got man I gotta let you go man what else you got okay you know that drop you got for uh Samuel L. Jackson about the known and unknown yeah 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 I got a I got a preamble to it what is that? most people teach from experience just because a person teaches something doesn't mean it's going to get learned. Because most people learn from their experience. How about well, what I'm boys? saying is that they are known-knowns <laughs> yes, and indeed. that they are known-unknowns. But there's also unknown-unknowns. <laughs> Things we don't know that we don't know. So you understand the words I'm saying to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I got Mike Sanders and I got two Ted. I got Jake the Great. Those are the next three. Mike. What up, Lord? What up, Lord? Man, what's good with you, man? Talk to me, man. Hey, 
Ain't nothing much, man. They ragging on Brandon. <laughs> This guy ain't gonna eat it. Uh, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say about that, man. Oh my gosh, man. Brandon, Brandon, you a wild dude, man. You a wild dude, man. Uh, these cow, some of these cowboy fans, man. You guys, you guys are prisoner of the moment. I'm pretty sure you don't have to tell Dak that Dak didn't have his best day yesterday. I'm pretty sure that he realized that he threw two interceptions, but. And, you know, I listen to all these analysts on TV today talk about they're so concerned. But then what they did is they pull up our scores, and they still, they're still talking the same mess. They're still right. talking the same mess. Talk about they're so concerned. But I look at the scores, I'm like, God damn, we blew a lot of people out this year, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we had a lot of decisive wins. Some of it was Cooper Rush. A lot of it is Dak Prescott, who once again has number one offense in the NFL since he's been back, but he's on target. Brandon, all right? I'm just saying, you got, you cannot be prisoner of the moment. Have you ever tried to fight a crackhead? He has nothing to lose. Nothing to he lose. He has nothing man. to lose. But everything in the game, one, man. <laughs> exactly. One in ten team, one ten and one team, has absolutely nothing to lose. Levy Smith came in the press conference and said, man, we threw so many different defenses at Dak Prescott. We tried damn near everything in the book. No That's doubt, what man. What, what else you got, man? Hey. I got to let you go, man. I got to roll, man. Hey, I love my time, boys. Brandon, man, we love you too, bro. Man, keep me coming with your content, but We love you, man. Law Nation, good show, bro. Yes, indeed. How about him, man? <laughs> yeah, how about him, baby? <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Uh, Look, all points are valid, man. Two things can be true. And I I do like, look, I do like the, the, you can't enjoy the rain, right? Without the sunshine, right? You got to have both of them, you know. So when, what's that saying is. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. Right, right, right. So Dak Prescott, did you guys know that his overall record is 59 59 and 34, right? Out of those 59 wins that he got, right? Out of those 59, subtract 18, right? Because he's 59 and 34. So he won more than he lost. But he had 18 comeback victories. Don't y'all know that that would have put him below? 500 if he don't have those 18. So, I mean, he will only be 41 and some other number, right? So 59 minus 18 is 41, right? So I do like that aspect out of his game. You you got to understand that, hey, football is a football type of thing where you got rain and then you're going to deal with the mud. And at this time, shoot. I would rather have the victory versus looking at the loss, right? So he came back in 18 games. He won 18 games. Last year around this time, a little bit before this time, we lost that game to the Raiders, right? Who knows? If he was able to pull that game, the rabbit out of the hat, we would be loving Dak Prescott for last year. But he lost that game, right? We lost that game. We had an opportunity to win against the Green Bay Packers this year. We lost that game, right? 
but we found a way to pull this game out of the hat, right? And, and that's what I'm trying to say in so many ways, right? And how much better would we been last year if we would have figured out a way to pull that game out, right? In the winding minutes, uh, uh, 14 seconds left on the clock, and then we decided to go quarterback sneak, right? <laughs> All right, man, let me let this other call in, man. Y'all been waiting patiently, man. Uh, 210, you in. Yeah, uh, 210, you win. Uh, Prince Ivy, where you been? So what's up, Lonnie? <laughs> what's everybody? good? Uh, hey, man, go ahead and save me in, man. It's Prince Ivy. I'm going to call more to the show. I listen all the time. It's just, I be, I'm a busy man. But anyway, right, I digress. Right. The game was good, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, it's an ugly win. I take it. The only thing I'm sad about is the Terrence Steele because him and Zach Martin been holding down that right side, man. Yeah. I haven't heard nothing, you know. They had not got that touch or anything, so it just Terrence still uh, with that ugly win. We got a, a ugly loss with that loss. Yeah. Um, also, you know, Dak Prescott, I'm just tired of the slander. And the only thing I need my man Dak to fix as a leader that he is that I know is just he need to correct uh, the interceptions because, you know, as everyone knows, when he came back uh, from his injury, he's been throwing – you know, at least two interceptions every game, and Yo. he cannot that. You cannot do that, bro, in the playoffs, bro. You know, okay. um, you just have to be more more efficient and more ke- uh, more careful with your throws and more selective. Get on pace with your wide receivers, you know. And honestly, a lot, a lot of people was quiet yesterday. CeeDee Lamb, Parsons. Only person I got real uh, excited to see that was amped up was Demarcus Lawrence when he yeah. was screaming at uh, 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 the, the QB. <laughs> right. Uh, he, was, he, was, he was screaming and yelling, I'm going to get you at that. Because he did that move on Lawrence, caught him. He did that real shifty move. And I was like, ooh. No doubt, Prince, man. Boy, you you a good caller, man. Call back in when I got more energy, man. Uh, but I appreciate yeah, yeah. you, man. Appreciate man, you, no fam. problem. Thank y'all. How about them Cowboys, man? Prince Ivy. Prince Ivy, man, I got him locked in, y'all. Y- y'all got to understand, man, when, when I get down to the last winding minutes, because I know I've been live. I can feel my body. I know I've been live for about an hour and 20, close to two hours. This man is almost three hours talking, man. We, we talking. We having a good time, right? But, man, um, if I didn't put this clock on, man, boy, uh, Jake the Great, you're live. Yo, what's happening, Law? What's going on with you? Man, all is well, man. Can't complain, fam. Talk to me, man. Man, standing in that long line, bro. I lost all train of thought. You know, <laughs> Brandon took my thunder. The other dude took my thunder with the quarterback. But it's all good, though. <laughs> Brandon, that, that, that ain't, ain't, ain't far from being criticized. It's just that you have to come with a point when you criticize him. When you just say, oh, Dak sucks. You know, what, what is your point and what's your, uh, uh, what are you trying to get to? Now, I'm coming to criticize Dak. Dak's my boy. You know, and I'm coming to criticize him today. We all know Keller Moore is an addict. He's addicted to that past crap. Right, right, and right, right. I'm blaming Dak on this one because when you in a family and you have an addict, you know this guy has a problem. At any minute, any time, he can relapse and go on a whole crack fest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dak, I'm, I'm disappointed in Dak for throwing into those quarters defenses because yeah. – you don't, you, don't not, you, don't, you don't need to be doing that. I'm trying to get back that 2016 back, back. I like the progression. I like all that. But when you see these quarter defenses, and I went back and watched a game, I seen a lot of the throws. I'm like, 
He threw the, uh, 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 to my dog, Kobe, you know, Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> he threw the ball, but he's, he's just, um, he, 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 he's, 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 I think you're smoking a little crack with Kellen Moore also because you got an audible out of that. You can't be thrown no, into those no, sort of no, coverage, no man. doubt, man. Good, good observation, good point, Jake the Great. Maybe tomorrow, man, you'll be at the front of the line, and I get more out of you, man. Before I put the clock game on, sure, sure. appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's a good call from yeah, him, though. Cowboy. How about him, man? Um, I think I think we're asking for two things, right? Of the same thing. I think that we talked about this before that we wanted Prescott to risk to throw with anticipation, right? <laughs> and now that we get the results of risk and throwing it with anticipation, we asking him to be the savior and not be that guy to throw with risk and anticipation. So at this point, it's it's one of those things where you draw four, I draw four. It's like Uno, you know what I'm saying? No, and I got to draw four, and then I got to double draw with four. So we are talking about the same thing, whereas we missing the meat, worrying about the potatoes. <laughs> if you guys get with old folks, see old folks got all type of euphemisms and sayings and stuff like that, and and I think that that's what's going on. Twenty four to twenty seven attempts, Dak Prescott. Look, I seen Big Ben Roethlisberger slang the ball all over the field. But when he got his two Super Bowl rings, they had the philosophy of playing sound defense, run the ball to open up the pass. I even seen the guy by the name of Let's Ride, Russell Wilson, when he won his Super Bowl. He could have had two if they stuck to the philosophy. But it was run the ball, play sound defense. They just somehow had the legion of boom. But when you try to force the ball and play hero, then bad things happen, even to quarterbacks who people perceive to have a better arm. And uh, King Element, y'all need to put into perspective, Dak has developed into a top 10 QB despite never having a good offensive coordinator. Imagine Dak with Shanahan or Andy Ray. And the truth shall set you free. What the truth? You can't handle the truth. My God is an awesome God. Yes, he is. But look, you said, look, King Element, if there's a way I can have the comment of the, of the show, it will be this one. Look, the expectations, ah, even dating back to what the argument originally was when Brandon, when he called in earlier, about two hours ago, about the 2019 with Jason Garrett, don't you guys know, in the hearts of hearts, that was Kellen Moore's first year ever calling plays in 2019. And we had the expectations that we were going to take a quarterback who pretty much Dak Prescott fighting for a contract. And I know it sounds like bevies of excuses, but that was Dak Prescott, what, fourth year in the National Football League. And we were expecting the offensive coordinator his first year and Dak Prescott going into his fourth year that year to be this guy that had all the answers, right? And now we're fast forwarding to now it's the fourth year ever of Kellen Moore that called plays with the Crayos, 
to be this guy with levels of consistency to pull out experiences that he don't have. Oh, my goodness. I can't make this stuff up, y'all. And those are our expectations. Those are our problems. Yes, like I said, it's an ugly win. It was an ugly victory. This ugly win, Texiana, or the W itself, got a face only a mother could love. And we supposed to be able to parade this face around or this lady around and wear it. But I'm telling you guys that if we bring in some soundness to this game, a levels of consistency with the play designer and the play caller, you will see levels of consistency with the quarterback and said wide receivers. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. But a win is a win. Let's go. Let's go with the 901. You live. Law, what's going on? Man, nothing much for the 901. What's good with you, man? So it's great being here with the go to social media. I appreciate it. Uh, bro, you good. Uh, Brandon, yeah, he messed me up for a minute there. I had to go and bless your cash out for that, putting him in his place for, though, you know. Appreciate um, you. <laughs> he was coming with all kind of crazy stuff, talking about Green Bay was in last year's NFC Championship game, which was a lie as well. I mean, that, that was San Francisco and the Rams. Mm-hmm. But, true, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm still happy off this uh, win that we had yesterday. I mean, if we have any critiques, it's just not just getting away from the run. We need to stick with that run, and we all need to thank God for Demarcus Lawrence. Oh yeah, he, he comes through in the clutch. I ain't even gonna lie. I mean, Big Game James, he might be upset because of his sack numbers decreasing and stuff, but that man comes through. Yeah, yeah, two games, yeah. man. Detroit game and this past game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I just wanted to give him his flowers on that as well. And like I said yesterday, I still want to see more of Damon Clark and Sam Williams out there on that field. But, hey, hey, we got to win, and I'm with that. Just go on ahead and let's, 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 let's party off of that and let's look forward to uh, improving on to the next game. No doubt, man. Great call from you, man. Appreciate you. All right, have a great one. Yes, indeed, man. Um Wish I had more time with y'all, man. All right, I got the eight four three. You're live. Hey, what's happening? Nothing to achieve. Talk to me, man. You the last caller, man. What's on your heart? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, was looking at the game yesterday, and if you watch the defense, they were running a bunch of different formations they haven't ran all year. Yeah. You know, they had the two down linemen, and then they had like five or six linebackers guys standing up in the back yeah kind of weird yeah <laughs> they, 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 they threw think, a nice wrinkle at well, us, it was, i was saying it was making me think that um like dan quinn was just trying out different formations and different things in the game using the game as a since it was such a lower opponent using it as like a testing ground What do you well, think about that? Well, well, my thing is the Texans, they line up in variation, tight end way out, uh, a lot of bunch formations on the outside. They utilize different quarterbacks. Jeff Driscoll, he was running the ball, man. If he had any better legs, man, it would have been even more of a nightmare for us. But they, they did throw in a lot of wrinkles that we wasn't ready for on both sides of the ball. All right. 
Right. And then my other question was, why aren't we, why are we held to a different standard than all the other 31 teams in the league? Oh, man. You know, because... if you watch all these analysts and everybody every week, oh, the Cowboys this and that, but yet every other team can do the same exact damn thing, mm-hmm. and they're, they're not held to the same standard as us. Why yeah, is that? man. We are the Cowboys, baby. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Good call from him. All right, so we are the Cowboys, and and it goes back to this right here. It's just how it goes. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. We are the Cowboys, and by us being such a high ticketed conversational like piece, people talk about the opposing team in reference to bring up the Cowboys, right? Like, I promise you that all this shit, that the Texans, anybody else that they play, they would not get the ratings, the views that the Cowboys just received, right? And I promise you, as good of a game that the Giants and the Eagles just played, right, they would not get the amount of ratings and views based upon what the Cowboys exhibit. Look, we can go play arena team, you know what I mean? And we will get the ratings, the views, right? It's always the Dallas Cowboys, the backbone of the NFL. If you just pick up the legacy and the history and what the Cowboys done for this league, they will still have Rydell. And I'm not talking bad about Rydell. They will still be losing the NFL collectively was losing money, losing money on a month-to-month basis before the Cowboys came with their philosophy. They literally saved franchises and organizations to be treated like second-hand and third-hand with the official nodders and beyond. But if you go and do your homework on the mastery of stadium building and revenue generating and also revenue sharing, you got to put that in context with the Dallas Cowboys. you got to. And the way that they are able to leverage sponsored dollars with these games and TV revenue and beyond, you got to put the Dallas Cowboys in that arena. They figure out a recipe to make money even when your product is not winning on the field. Think about this. It's been 26 years or 27 years collectively. Jerry Jones had $2 billion projects being built. The stadium in Arlington. Oh, excuse me. Let me go a little bit further into it for those who don't understand. The workout and training facility in Frisco. Whereas 20 years ago, Frisco, you can drive through that city blindfold. It won't wreck nothing in Plano. You can drive through that city. I promise you, 20 years ago, you could have ride through that in a horse, you know. <laughs> but now they got business infrastructures all throughout, right? That's through the hands of the Cowboys. You can look at the stadium that was built with Jerry Jones contractors out there in Atlanta. Oh, let me go a little bit further. The Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Rams, right? I say St. Louis, but L.A. Rams. That man got his fingerprints all over the lake. 
right? But you guys are missing the meat, worrying about the potatoes. This organization called the NFL is an organization that I'm going to stop talking about far as what they do from a gambling. $35 billion that they done included in the NFL money pool. Right? $111 billion from Amazon. Whereas when you watch the game on Thursday night, if you don't have Wi-Fi, you can't catch the channel. Making people also get Wi-Fi and internet packages. Whereas Tur- was it Turner Cable and all of those boys are grinning left to right because now they got a, a supply line that they're going to make you pay for. How many people done had added internet? Not just any levels of internet. You can't get the bronze package because the thing will be spinning. It will be spinning. So now you got to upgrade your internet just to watch some football that you love more than you like. The NFL, baby. Revenue sharing. The antitrust bill, right? The, hey, labeling labeling this company and this organization as a non-for-profit. But I guarantee you, if you play a snippet of the NFL on your tablet, on your independent channel, that you will get a strike from the NFL for a cooping or trying to make money off of their name, brand, and logo. Although they are labeled as a non-for-profit business. You can't profit off the NFL, you know, without their agreements, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> if we have fan bases to go back and forth about the Dallas Cowboys, who's pretty much, if you take them off the map, this probably won't even be the NFL. We would have been merging with the XFL or whatever else, the USFL or something like that. Come on, y'all, it's money. <laughs> It is interesting to have the Cowboys always in the middle. Right? It's it's good to have lower markets that can't be sustainable by themselves like the Bengals, the New Orleans Saints. They can't be self-sustainable. Right? It's interesting that last year the, the, the Rams been on a hiatus just as long as we have. Since 19 of 99. But they won the Super Bowl last year, and it was good that they had the Super Bowl in the stadium that Jerry Jones and Cronky and all of those other boys to put money together. And the surrounding part is in that housing division, right? That they raised the rent for those people that they had to get kicked out by intimate domain and beyond, right? Because they couldn't no longer fill the, 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 the axing price. A lot of people became homeless because of that stadium was built there. But nobody's talking about it, right? (laughs) But the rich got richer. We could talk about this all the time. But let me quit talking before I I don't talk my wisdom teeth over here. You know what I'm saying? FBI, open up! (laughs) Let me quit talking about that from from that aspect. You already know. Blockchains and incorporated with the Cowboys. Three of the god doggone guys from cryptocurrency is no longer on this dimension. You know what I mean? Come on, y'all. Y'all follow the money. You will find some things. FBI, open up! <laughs> you know, may, may their families uh, have a great insurance policy and health policy and all of that other stuff. But that's a story of a different day, Cowboy Nation. Well, 
Arizona market ain't making it. Well, Arizona ain't making it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed, boy. Uh, we, we can talk about that on another day, too, you know. But they, the Arizona, like, man, we need the NFL to have a very compelling argument for this Super Bowl around the corner so we can help everything out. But it is what it is. Uh, so far as for what we heard uh, from James Slater, let me play this one more time. Allegedly, everything that I said was allegedly, by the way. No no actual facts at all. This was all alleged, right? You know, alleged. Cowboy fans that were sad over OBJ got a little tip today. Keep your eyes on T.Y. Hilton. That's all I'll say. Good, good observation from Jane. Uh, let me just say this right quick. The Cowboys, the Cowboys need help at wide receiver. Uh, they need help if they're going to decide to not run the ball and throw the ball. They're going to need help with wide receiver that can actually catch the ball. And I don't know if uh, T.Y. Hilton is the answer, but he could be a guy that you leave no stone unturned. You bring him in for a cup of coffee and see where his mind, his intellect is at and see if he can help. It's the same talk track that I had with Odell Beckham Jr. and anybody else that can help down the line, Cowboy Nation. And that's just the reality of it. I really appreciate y'all so much on this victory. Victory Monday. I thank those who called in. I thank those who was a part of this victory day uh y'all be sure if you like what you heard hit that like button share this content let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to cowboy sports talk i got some more points that i will pull out throughout the day but uh you guys just enjoy this man and uh let's 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 be happy about this win you know let's keep spreading this good stuff around man i get it though you know it's an ugly win with a face only a mother could love. But they said beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? And just because you may have a beautiful thing over there, can she cook? Hmm? Can she clay? Can she stop spending all of your grain, right? Sometimes the ones that don't look that cute or got all of those things as relates to beauty need to be the one for you hmm? right and I'm happy I'm happy with this one she gonna take real good care of me she cooking me some good breakfast shoot she got a great deed of patience she runs some errands when I need it right and she's a pleasantry around families and friends. Come on, y'all. She's a good woman. Maybe rough on the eyes, but baby, I'm happy with this dub. You see, so many people want the fake things, right? Only look at the outer appearance. If we would have won 54 to three, we would have been running around we going to the Super Bowl. We winning this and winning that. But sometimes you got to just take with what you got and move on with this right here. <laughs> Matt says, you describing my girlfriend. 
but she's a beautiful thing for you and you and you because she got your back sure give me one that's willing to fight with you slap that butter knife out of your opposition hand take one for the team cowboy nation you know <laughs> some of y'all are shooting too high right some of y'all are aiming your targets are too high temper your expectations stay in your lane handle the woman that you can handle you will get a better rates of return cowboy nation go get that virtuous woman that virtuous dub you're right <laughs> it's making too much sense over here but write this down if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it if you are gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, and plan for it and lose all terror of your mind for it if you will simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength, and sarcasm with faith, hope, and confidence and stir pertinacity if neither cold, private, or famish or fame, or sickness of body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want if dogged and grim and besiege and beset it with the help of Almighty, you will get it. And that's right, y'all. This woman gonna feed you. You gonna have a full stomach, not an empty one. Some of y'all walking around with the pretty lady with the empty stomach and the empty wallet. Shoot. Texiana gonna fix that nice breakfast, baby. Woo! She gonna run that bath water for you, baby. Woo! It feels good being 10 and 3. <laughs> Some of y'all prefer to have a beautiful loss and be 9 and 4 right now. No, give me that 10 and 3. Give me them grits, baby. Keep a little cheese in mind. Come on, baby. <laughs> y'all need to stop aiming too high. <laughs> Don't be ungrateful. Let's go, Cowboy Day. Just run this one up. Yeah. I want some waffles, baby. Come on. And some Italian grits. <laughs> Let's go. Just win, baby. I don't want them grits running. Grits looking like they can run faster than Usain Bolt. No, no. I want some thick grits, baby. Come on. You don't put no swine on mine, though. I'm going to leave the swine alone. <laughs> Sean D said he want the bacon. Chris214, JT Wolf, B. Way, Common Sense. Shout out to you, JD from D.C. NFL News and Simulation for the Nation. Pale Moon, St. Clair. Shout out to you, Presley. Biggie, babe, Ricardo. Shout out to you. 24, I see you, fam. Jake the Great. Come on. Brandy, shout out to you, Davis, King Element, and Sadiq. Come on. 
Nike with designer. I experiment. Experiment, baby. Track was on the shelf and I'm not feeling it. Hey. Search for the one, but baby girl, it's nothing real as this. Come on. Until next time. Shout out to y'all. I've been really in the field. Let's roll the credits again, baby, on this marathon. Victory is mine. <laughs> he needs some milk. I see your money. Come on. Shout out to all of the callers, man, the ballers. Appreciate y'all. Let me check on this cash app, man. Appreciate y'all. Ooh, Jerry Jones sent me some money. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jerry Jones. Come on. Boy, I'm rich. I ain't broke no more. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, man. Julius, appreciate you. Robert Lockyard. Hernandez. Shout out to you, Jacob. Thank you. Shout out to all, man. Calvin, Richards, appreciate y'all for the Cash App, too. And the PayPal community. Let's go. Hey. Let's go. Hey. Turn that timer off. Bring this up right here. Boom. My guy Choctaw said them thick grits, baby. They be winning, don't it? You know, ain't talking about cream of wheat. You know, I'm from the South. Them grits got to be able to stand on that spoon. It shouldn't slide off the spoon. If you making grits and they slide off the spoon, man, we got a problem, man. You know, I'm a, you ain't Texiana, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need me some doggone grits that would stand tall. Oh. I got you, James. You said check in on Eastside. Let me see what my guy Eastside been doing, man. Eastside Harold. I'm going to check in on him, man. No, he mad we took his sister out last night. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Come on. Okay, man. Next year. Next year. God, dog. Put some flashes on mine. Follow. It's a shame how Eastside was talking all that noise. <laughs> From the second quarter, third quarter, into the late fourth. <laughs> He was still absent in the first quarter. He was worried a little bit. Let me check on him again one more time. He might have cleared it up. Oh, wow. Hush. Go to your room. <laughs> Go to your room, man. Shout out to you, Mary. Hit you all alone. Streetlights hurt, thought it. Put y'all prayers together, man, for Terrence Still. 
That lovely smell. Gotta beat the Jags, man. So we'll, we'll talk about the Jags on Wednesday. No doubt, man. One love. Until next time, I see y'all beautiful faces, man. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's get it. They had it look like Dak had to make some really tight throws. What was y'all's plan for him on that last drive? Well, we, you know, we were kind of doing what we normally do. We mix it up. You know, we play all the different coverages. Gave him as many looks as we could. You know, losing our corners kind of took us out of, you know, some of our blitzes with the man. But Dak Prescott's one of the best quarterbacks in our game. And, um, He's going to hit some, and I, I think they kind of showed a little bit of the champion in them. Uh, had to get a had to get a drive, you know, there at the end. And unfortunately for us, I mean, they were able to. Be your biggest fan, and when things are really tough and they're really rough. Fuck and fuck cool when they do it. Cool. It's a problem when I do it. Side of that says, I just have to follow that. Be a man and stand tall now, dog. Salute until next time. Salute, DC for life. It was foul, man. God, dog, man. And I can't even stand Shay Shaw. Just too disrespectful.